It's a positive film. It has heroes and villains, and uh, that it essentially uh, is a fun movie to watch. It's been a long time since people have been able to go to the movies and see a sort of straightforward, wholesome, fun adventure. Well, it's a fantasy. It's not science fiction so much as it is space fantasy. And it's about people. It's about, fin it's finally about people and not finally about science. The story when you actually put it into words is only so much nonsense to hang a great visual experience onto. It's the stuff that fairy tales are made of sort of boiling down religion into a very basic concept. Uh, the fact that there is some deity or some power or some force that sort of controls our destiny uh, works for good and also works for evil. Marvelous, healthy innocence. Great taste, wonderful to look at, full of guts, nothing unpleasant. I mean, people go bang, bang, and people fall over and dead. But, you know, no horrors. There's some wonderful freshness about it, kind of like a wonderful fresh air. It's got whatever you want it to be. It's a, it's pure entertainment. It's like a roller coaster ride, and it can be interpreted as long as you enjoy it, which is the intention. Welcome back to Generation Skywalker for the latest edition of The Modern Way. And joining me tonight is two of the crew. I have got with me Craig Spivey. Good evening, Craig. Hello. Back on The Modern. Uh, yeah, that's to say, uh, a look at it today. You, me and you both missed 18, where uh, Dan was a star, and you missed 19 as well. So it's been a little while, Craig. When we get to the additions in a minute, I should think you've got loads. <laughs> <laughs> I should <laughs> think you're modern out. <laughs> We will find out in a minute. And we also have Dan Burgess with us. Good evening, Dan. Good evening. You uh, took a little trip to the Royal Albert Hall last weekend. I did. As a Jedi. I did. It's very good. Very, uh, very cultured, wasn't it, in the Royal Albert Hall watching Star Wars with a live orchestra. So I haven't been to them. Do you know what? I've always wanted to with those things. I've always missed the ticket sale or, you know, the date doesn't work. But I saw someone had put a, a review on one of, one of the social media saying that you can't really hear what they're saying because the music's so dynamic in the hall. So they have sub subtitles on. Is that right? Yeah, but it's only parts of the film, I'd say. I, I think it was only noticeable maybe, you know, a handful of times when the music's really loud. Like, you know, if you could imagine in the middle of, I don't know, the space battle in Endor at the end there where there's loads of noise and TIE fighters firing and then one of the pilots is saying something, sometimes the music's at a level where you can't, you wouldn't necessarily be able to hear them, but most of the time it sounds fine. It's that, you forget sometimes the orchestra even there. There are parts of the film where uh, I don't. I'm trying to think of an example, like in Jabba's palace when they first go in, and it's kind of like some ambient background music, and that they're actually playing along to that in the background. And, it, and, and that's there's a notable difference between if you've watched the film and you've watched the film enough and are familiar with it, you'd notice the difference in the sound. But for the majority of it, they're, they're, they're pretty much in sync with the original soundtrack. And that's what you're there for anyway, isn't it? You don't go yeah. to the Royal Albert Hall to watch Return of the Jedi. No. For other yeah. reasons. So. No, it was a full house. It was it was pretty good atmosphere. I think that's been on the cards for three years, that one. So it was meant to be just 
just before we went into lockdown, I think maybe the October 2020 and it's been postponed. Yeah. Back to back till now. So, yeah. Right then. So we'll stick with you for a minute, Dan, because, you know, we recorded last month. Any new additions to your to your modern collecting? Any Uh, any new ideas, any new focuses? No, no focuses. I picked up the Dark Times Vader. We t- uh, the vintage collection one we spoke about quite a bit last month everyone was talk- ra- raving about how great this figure was it looked great in the photos took a trip up to london with my boy in a school holidays and i picked that up from forbidden planet and we actually were up there because we went to the lego store in leicester square because that's just reopened they've added another floor to it and harrison picked up the uh the inquisitors shuttle from obi-wan you know the black ship they fly around in so oh, he picked yeah. that up so yeah so i thought i'd better buy myself something and got that vader and then it was my wedding anniversary a couple of weeks ago and i got the lego darth vader head so it's a bit of a darth vader fest going on in my house at the minute oh, congratulations for making it to another year three years now mate yeah, yeah three, three years. years but that's it I don't, I don't i don't think there's anything else i've purchased Ah, some so some nice picks there, and like you say, very Vader heavy. Have you built the uh built the ship yet, the Lego ship? Yeah, yeah, Good that's build. done. That was done on the day, I think. Yeah, he, he doesn't need me anymore. He can do it all himself. I have to just sit and watch. Oh, oh you talk about the Vader. We talk about the Vader head or the Inquisitor shuttle. <laughs> <laughs> uh, the Inquisitor shuttle. Yeah, the Vader head. Nice build. Yeah. His helmet's a bit flappy, isn't it? You can lift the sides up on it and make it look like he's got dog ears. Do you know what? I've never really paid attention. I built it and I put it up on a shelf. So, uh, oh, there you go. Um, okay, then, Craig. So, if you can keep this under 10 minutes, what, what, have, what have you added? <laughs> I'm going to make it sound more impressive than it is. I bought six items, which, <laughs> which happen to be all six of the uh, Obi-Wan Kenobi retro collection wave of uh, of figures and i do enjoy these I, I thought the show was great i think hasbro continued to do a good job of nailing that vintage vibe you'd think that the mix of vinyl capes and soft goods in one wave would wind me up but i think they do work i think you know a vintage star vader with a cloth cape is is really rather lovely and a vinyl cape has never looked better on a figure than it does on the inquisitor it looks great but i think what i like most about them is ripping them off the bubbles it's a little buzz every time to to do that and put them on the shelf near the vintage figures but not you know as part of the vintage figures nice i haven't got around to picking them up yet i decided that i was going to buy them in hand when i go into a shop and i haven't seen them around my way yet <laughs> so it's uh, yeah same, same here um because it's it's kind of more fun that way but you know yeah. i kept looking places that they had been cited but kimberly works in birmingham and I get her to check Forbidden Planet if she's passing that way. And um, they were all there. So she kind of got them all in one fell swoop. And uh, it was like Christmas when she got home. Yeah, you won't be getting anything else this year. Yeah, I'll say I'm waiting for the shopping list. Joe, what? I am. Dave messaged Dave Tree from all the cool stuff. He messaged me and he goes, oh, your droids are too. Vintage collection. You know, the the one with the 50th anniversary logo on it. He said, that's that's come in. And I think I had two other... Yeah, two other um, pre-orders came in, both the Best Bean Guard, t- Vintage Collection Best Bean Guards, so Helder Spinoza and Isdam Edian, they've now got names, so they both arrived as well, so he sent me them out, but Dave's a terrific salesman, whenever he gets something he's going to send out, he goes, is there anything else you want, he shows me what's just come in and whatnot, so in that same parcel, I also got the Vintage Collection Mix Mayfield, which Dave was really, really positive about on episode 18 which i totally agree beautiful figure uh din jarin in the morak so the same outfit as migs that is beautiful the dave was going oh i'm going to keep one of these ones it's it's nice that arrived either the car back's beautiful as well although i will take them off the car back i also decided to get a vintage collection lando and lobot 
I keep thinking about trying to get all of the um the 96 but loose off the vintage collection but uh, is that just mad when I've got going to have the 96 vintage figures alongside them I'm not sure uh vintage collection Bogotan then I order some black series I've got a Mando now I've got my Mando shelves about to be uh, set up Cassian because I want all the Rogue One crew and the Cobb Vamp figure, which looks really nice as well. So haven't opened them yet, but I will get around to it. And the Hot Toy Dark Trooper arrived, which I've done an unboxing of it. It is beautiful. It's a really, really great hot toy. The weight of it is incredible because they don't normally have chunks of metal in them, but that one has got some metal in it. And it just, I don't know, it just kind of overpowers the other ones on the shelf. So, yeah, highly recommend that as a figure. It was a great the, unboxing video as well. I recommend everybody check it out. Yeah, I've got, finally got around to filming one. I've got a pile of boxes here. <laughs> but yeah, that one is on it. And a big thank you to Dave. He sent me, because um, he knows I love my Ayla Sakura. He sent me this little metal figure of her from 2006. A couple of inches tall. What was that from? Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. I've got a feeling they could have been on a magazine, but yeah, I might be wrong. Possibly. But, yeah, nice little figure. She's sitting on my computer, actually. How's the um how's the cantina lineup going? Because that's technically modern, isn't it? Yeah, so that, that is modern because it's well, I'm not going to put vintage figures in that, but I haven't started it yet because I'm trying to clear the space. But I'm getting there on that Tiki Forty One is is getting clearer. I want to work out, and I'm I'm going to pick your brain while I do this, Craig, because I want to set up. So in one of those big shelves, I want I want to do the floor and the walls, but I want to somehow do a button which plays the cantina music under where the band's going to be and a button which you can press and the lights can come on so i've got a bit of planning to do first before i start the the setup on it but um as for figures go here's where where you list them all so i can put them in the enhanced yeah yeah but what we need is a cave a muftaka (laughs) yeah so i haven't gone which one i've got with i will i will start to buy them i think i will uh maybe start with the barman so if anyone knows what the best, how many sculptures there have been of were Dan, you must know. One. <laughs> You're lucky. Well, there was I'm definitely still... one in Power of the Force or Power of the Jedi, wasn't there? I'll have a quick look because uh, not like we've got anything else to do. <laughs> got my big book here and there's two in here. There is oh, Power of the Force 2 with the Comtech chip one. And there's also the one from 2004. So the original trilogy collection although he looks like he's absolutely hammered in that mm. i might go for the um powder force 2 one with that and i think i've already got it so there you go first figure purchase tonight <laughs> i'm still waiting for you to do your dr Ezavan impersonation <laughs> he doesn't oh. like you <laughs> <laughs> oh great fun great fun i did enjoy <laughs> filming those I've got, I've got a pile of stuff to open for them but i need um I've ordered some little prop bits, so I've got more impressions coming. I've got layers I, buns on the way. I got up, I got up whatever morning you posted that, and I was laying in bed watching it. And Emma said to me, "What the, f- what, what are you watching?" And I showed her. She was like, "Jesus Christ!" She did think it was funny, though. You're off your head, mate. <laughs> oh yeah, nothing like a bit of salad tape sticking the nose back. Right, okay. Hey, we don't serve their kind here. What? Your droid. They'll have to wait outside. We don't want them here. Let's wait out by the speeder. We don't want any trouble. I heartily agree with you, sir. Let's go over to some news then. So there has been a little bit of news. Now, first of all, you spoke about it on episode 18 when you had Dave on. And that was about the 
Hasbro kind of controlling their product. And Dave, Dave spoke quite openly about it from a independent retailer point of view. And um, so I just want to just want to insert what Dave said about it just before we go on. Haslab and Pulse are actually very bad for the collecting for the future of collecting and, and a lot of people will may poo-poo this, but Haslab means that you will never walk into a toy shop and you will never see the big Millennium Falcon on on a shelf anymore. You know, though those, those must have big statement pieces for Christmas. You'll never see that. You know, that that is now completely eliminated that. So you won't have the wide distribution of this stuff, which is actually marketing the the, the, the toys. Mm. Um, you know, we're, we're, we're in a position within the, the Star Wars toy market that you don't have anything new coming in at the at the lower levels. You've got like the Jedi Force, but there's no kind of cheap version of an of an action figure. It's Jedi Force and then straight into like sixteen ninety nine now, which is yeah. not a price point for kids. You know, I can tell you that as someone who sells toys for a living 16.99 on lego you'll get away with 16.99 on an action figure no <laughs> you know the, the it's like pokemon cards you know the parent will go no you're not having that so you need something cheaper you know you need you need a sub 10 pound line to kind of be there that's not necessarily the preschool perception of like the galactic heroes or or, or jedi force or whatever it, you know they change the name to each time mm. but when you've also then got pulse in the mix as well that's bad because all Hasbro are wanting to do is eliminate all the retailers and sell direct to consumer. Now, reason that that's bad is two for one is if Hasbro do that, they're actually making money hand over fist because they are having the retailers margin as well as the wholesale margin and selling to, to the consumer. Obviously, I'm going to say that as a retailer, but where this is like bad as uh, from a consumer level if you're not seeing what is going on you are literally just tied to that one channel and it's not really been discussed but hasbro have even been scalping their own product before pack and that was in the uk that was like about 45 quid 46 7 quid yeah and then yeah. they upped it to like buy a tenner didn't they get they got a load of lash back there was a load of backlash over there yeah. wasn't there and they had to drop it back down yeah, all their other figure packs were still the same price. So it's like you are literally scalping your own product that you're already doubling your money on because you're not paying a retailer's margin. And you, you're really taking advantage of your consumer base there. And you, you'll start seeing this. You won't get like retailer exclusives. It'll all just tie back into like Pulse and things like that. And it, it's quite a dangerous sort of scenario to potentially go towards. And it's inevitable. It will ultimately be that in one form or another. But yeah, Hasbro are playing very strategic moves at the moment with Haslab you know we're getting you to commit to something and if it doesn't work we won't make it one of the world's biggest toy companies don't need to do that you know you should just do it you've also got like the pre-order of like we're getting you to commit to something way in advance of it actually being ready even as a Pulse yeah. member the free postage is, is all you get and I don't think that's enough of a draw to, to, to want to shop exclusively through Hasbro for, for, for now there isn't and that's why again beating the drum of the independence you know please support all independent doesn't matter where you get it from as long as you're supporting an independent that is fundamentally the most important thing but you'll find that pulse will have more and more exclusives 
so it will be your only outlet so you will bit by bit become acclimatized to it being your go-to because every wave that comes out there'll be a pulse exclusive so you end up just like putting all your orders through pulse one way or another you're not gonna get your midnight madness anymore and that's really tragic it is it's sad so what is what is being done to support that brand and you might get the odd thing here and there but if you look at for whose advantage is this you can see that the it's, it's almost like working with a casino you, you can see that the house will always win and you can see that Hasbro in particular are maneuvering things within the toy industry to benefit themselves and potentially protect themselves as well which may be their sort of like fundamental reasons for doing it So there you go. Dave's opinion is that Hasbro Pulse is is not a good thing. It's trying to control the market a little bit. But there's been some more information on this. We've had not information as such, but Dan, perhaps you could take it here because another one of the independents from the UK put a post up saying that they had these pre-orders coming. But all of a sudden, the G.I. Joe stuff is no longer available and only be available on Pulse. I mean, that, that's the gist of it, really. So I think I think both Star Action figures and In Demand made posts in the last couple of weeks about Hasbro Pulse taking over the, the G.I. Joe line, no longer available at retail, and you'll only be able to buy those G.I. Joe items or any G.I. Joe items in future through Hasbro Pulse. So, yeah, I think the writing's on the wall. Um, be interesting to see what that means for Star Wars. And whether because Star Wars is a license and isn't necessarily owned by Hasbro, they might not be able to just you know switch it off like that. Same goes for I think with Transformers, it's a bit more of a popular line. You know, there's always new movies coming out and things like that. So it'd be interesting to see if they did the same with Transformers. But yeah, question marks over whether they could whether they could do the same with Star Wars. It's, it's a real shame, isn't it? Because you know, there's a lot of people out there who collect G.I. Joe. We saw with that the most recent Haslab. Can't remember the name of the vehicle now, unfortunately. So it's, it's escaped my mind. But there's obviously a very popular line. Probably not as much in the in the UK as it is in the US. But yeah, it's um, a bit of a kick in the teeth. And yeah, a bit of a, I suppose, a red flag of, of what could potentially happen in the future with other lines. It's, it's a sad fact that I think all companies would cut out the middlemen if they could. And digital delivery is helping them do this. And I guess in some ways I'm surprised it's, it's taken this long, but it's just just another reason to dislike that company, isn't it? And there's, there's lots of other reasons at the minute. And I can see this just turning people off. I think for me, we've had, I did when they first bought out Hasbro Pulse and had the, the the premium membership or premium membership. I I signed up for it. I think it was I can't remember how long ago it was. Now was it in lockdown or was it in twenty one? But either yeah, way, I, I saw. I signed up for a year and you got free postage with that so essentially I think I think even now without the membership if you order over 50 quid's worth of stuff you get free postage but I think if you just placed an order for a, I don't know, a vintage collection figure for 16.99 you'd get it you'd get it delivered free but even with a free postage quite often the independent retailers were still cheaper so I think you know they're, they're not passing the savings on that were they I know that the prices of figures have come up but it was a bit I felt a little bit ripped off by the uh the, the whole premium membership on polls there was no benefit to it i mean even when i did a sale you only got you know 10 percent more than regular joe blogs would get so there was no real benefits of joining it and now they're now they're um they're obviously trying to corner the market in their own product they're only doing i, I could only imagine they'd only ever do it with these collector's lines while there's you know still smith toys and other retailers selling their stuff i can't imagine them taking it away from the high street but you know like dave said on the on the episode we was talking about lego and he was talking about how lego you know embraces the independent retailers they've obviously got their online presence they've got their their own stores but they they have they don't they don't try and you know mess with the independence but this feels like a, a shot across their bow 
that same day you had the Dungeons and Dragons figures announced. Mm. Now three and three quarter inch line of Dungeons and Dragons is well, you've only got to go onto onto Facebook or Instagram to see the the absolute praise of people wanting them. But at one point it looked like the Venger and Dungeon Master two pack was going to be pulse only because they were also going, Well, actually, we've been given a date for these three, but this one maybe not. And then all of a sudden it did become available. So they're obviously looking at these things mm. all the time. And um yeah, it's a dangerous game to play, isn't it? I mean the only way the only way you stop that is boycotting Pulse, but people won't do that because of the fear of missing out on a figure. And they've got you always around, haven't they? It's like you have it in sport when when a football club's being run badly and people are like, oh, well, let, let's let's boycott this match. So 50,000 people who normally go to watch Arsenal go to boycott it. There's another 50,000 Arsenal fans who don't normally get a chance to go to a match, take the tickets up. So they don't, they, it doesn't never affects them like it should do. Unless it hits them in the pocket, they, they'll just carry on. I mean, it's only when I re-listened to episode 18 earlier that actually when you when you sit down and actually think about the whole pre-order system that's nuts for toys that is nuts that we have to pre-order uh, a 20 pound toy a year in advance if we want it it's ridiculous that, well that's because they want to know how many to make i think that's the reality exactly. that, yeah they're hedging they're hedging their bets but they still release the same ones over and over again you know you know dark times vader as good a figure as it is how many darth vaders have we got now and how many other characters from mandalorian or obi-wan or even the sequels that people would buy get overlooked because they want to make a fast buck on another darth vader figure you know there's there's arguments either way right so you know people have said for years and i've I've kind of thought it was a good idea they did it with master universe for a long time is to have a subscription-based system where you can get those harder to get figures and you can almost crowdfund those harder to get figures and you pay a monthly subscription and you get a new figure every month that probably wouldn't have got released otherwise but they're making these decisions based on characters just to make as much money as they can and we're not getting those um you know more obscure characters anymore if you meet no. you know this obi one kenobi series you know in a couple of years time it'll be forgotten we'll be on to the next big thing you know whatever it is the ahsoka series the the new season of mandalorian or whatever comes next then they won't release any more figures for that i mean when was the last time there was a solo figure released or even a rogue one figure it's been a year now since we've had one of those yeah it get, it's, it's a funny old game <laughs> another <laughs> football analogy <laughs> It's a funny old game. Who was that? Jimmy Greaves? I think it might be. Yeah. Well, I mean, this is going to be ongoing, isn't it? We'll we'll see how how far it goes. And um, interesting. I am. Um, I, I I won't be buying from Hasbro Pulse. I'm not going to buy anything from Hasbro Pulse now. I've I've not ordered anything from them for since February, and this is the nail in the coffin for me. I'm not going to order from them. Um, and if it means I can't get a figure, then I don't get a figure, and I will stand by that. I've you can you can all you can all give me a hard time if I ever do, but I, I you know all of those independents are back before Hasbro Pulse back you know four or five years ago when there was San Diego Comic Con exclusives that you would never have a chance of getting in the UK. You know for me in demand toys I discovered them. I was getting the I think they had the Matt the Han Solo Black Series and Minoc um, box set. It opened out into like the Falcon in the in the in the cave of the space slug all those kinds of things that you wouldn't have otherwise got the boba fett in the kenner colors on the on the uh, star wars card back all those things managed to get through them which i wouldn't have otherwise got and you know they've, they've looked after the, the collectors for years and years and years now hasbro pulse have come along and yeah trying to shake shake them down and i'm not i don't agree with it so yeah that's me Is it, have either of you ever ordered anything from hasbro pulse no never that's where the razor crest came from, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah, but something like a, I get the but that's lab. different. Yeah, so yeah, I, I, I think so. Doing, 
that's that's a completely different thing. And if that if that yeah. was their their structure, oh, we're going to release a big item, like you just said, you can get the exclusives through us, which are difficult to get, or like I say, maybe the odd figure. But to be to withdraw so a whole range like GI Joe, which is popular, I mean it, that is just it's just taking the meat. I mean I, I see less round my way. I, I don't see much Star Wars at all in any shops. I always go and look, just in the hope there might be something. But even my Smiths has next to nothing, and it's a real do shame. You, do you think they're brave enough to to do? I, I think when you think of the you know the kind of different tiers of the licenses they've got, the next one up from GI Joe for me is is Transformers, and you know they own that license. Do you think they'd ever be brave enough to make that pulse only, or is it too? Um, I don't know what's the right word. Too too mass media. So if a new if there was a new Optimus Prime movie came out next week, do you think they'd be brave enough to say you can only buy the toys of it through Pulse? Well, I think things like GI Joe is probably a stepping stone to that. If it's if the figures are there and the numbers are there and people are ordering from it. Luckily, we're not completists when it comes to Star Wars modern toys. But if you were a completist vintage collection, say you were you wanted all of them, if Pulse then just just took that away, that's the only way you would get them. People will people will buy it because. They don't want to miss those figures. Sadly, that is. Uh... But you know, two months ago we were at London Filming Comic Con, opposite Dave's stall. He had crowds of people sometimes around his stall, sometimes literally throwing money at him for those figures. He's out there selling their brand, as well as the others that were there. I'm pretty sure In Demand were there on that at that um, event. I'm sure there was other others as well, independent selling Hasbro Star Wars product, and they're just yeah writing all of that off. They don't they, you know they're not respecting that those guys are out there. You know, not only, you know, selling that stuff from a shop in a brick and mortar store, selling it online and going out on the road of it. It just stinks. Were they throwing money at him because they were trying to buy his toys? I thought it was because he was dancing around in that red silk thong. (laughs) 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 Well, that as well. That was on Saturday night I had. Yeah, dear. Well, so that leads us actually onto the next point, which I only saw today. But Toys R Us are back in the UK, not not in brick and mortar stores yet, but they're back online. And it's a very soft launch. I had a little browse through their website today. But Toys R Us are back. You can go to toysrus.co.uk and you will find them back online, which which is wonderful to see. I've got so many happy memories of Toys R Us. And so I typed in Star Wars into the search bar. Not a lot on there at the moment. There are 62 items available for Star Wars, uh, one of which was Tamagotchi, which um, we've got coming up later on. But uh, most of it was Lego and Funkos and then the odd. I think there was a couple of games in there and then a few Grogu animatronic figures um, and some the animatronic uh, Lola and then some lightsabers and a couple of bikes and stuff. So no action figures actually at this point on there at all. And in fact, I don't think any of their product was Hasbro. I don't know where the animatronic stuff is, but top of my head, I don't think any of it. No, I didn't see any. I, th- any I of think the, the Grogu's maybe, maybe Hasbro. But no black series or vintage collection. Or no black like series, no vintage collection. Whether that is because they have said it is a soft launch. So whether that will come in time remains to be seen. But so they've delved back in. But lovely to see Toys R Us back. I mean, they got their business model wrong a long time ago and could never catch up themselves. Could they? they were always for years and years and years. We had rumours that they were going to fold and go into bankruptcy and all this kind of stuff. And they kept they kept treading water. But happy to see them back. Yeah, sing the theme. I wait for you to sing the theme tune. <laughs> There's a magical place we'll go while we're there. Yeah, I used to love it. Do you know what? <laughs> there's, there's a Toys R Us in Chatham near me, and then I'd have to go to uh, like 
blue water and lakeside to get to the next two but do you know what i drive past it now and it's just got lots of little shops in it now and it just and i drive past so many of those stores and some of them have still got the the sign up and you're like it's really really yeah, sad to see and just there's one the one round around well the one that was round here is literally probably 15 minute walk from my house and i used to go in i didn't live here then but i used to on my way home from work i used to drop in there maybe two or three times a week just to see if anything new had come out and it was great you know especially when it, you know, right at the start of black series i mean we went to we've been to um stuff haven't we Stu? we you know, did mate. Brent cross very much in our early in our relationship actually wasn't it we meant to we went to the midnight um opening for the force awakens stuff didn't we yeah yeah and what? i went for that i think the following year for rogue one it's all at brent cross and the launch of black series that was 2013 or 2014 so the, the worldwide launch of black series was was at the brent cross toys r us um all of the figures came with a first day of release sticker on it you got a little nice little pin badge jeremy bullock was there signing free autographs you could put a donation into charities and stuff but he was signing proof card backs i think i've still got i have still got mine actually from from him um yeah they've got a great legacy for all that kind of you know fan engagement you know back you know midnight openings and all that stuff and since they've left we haven't really had anything everything's been online i just love it used to walk in there and he said like especially when it was a new film he had the massive display as you went in the front door yeah it was brilliant i mean i've got a lovely photo for the enhanced craig of dan stuck in a little plastic house outside um when it got us um well, crispy cream donuts didn't i, I was sitting outside eating crispy creams in the queue that, that was really lack of product that night wasn't it i mean we oh, were yeah. we had t- we, so they gave raffle tickets out and we had tickets number five and number six and by the time we got in there was no black series left was there it was a... no, i think there was one set for the whole yeah. and it was like 90 people in the queue <laughs> <laughs> Oh dear! I think I got um I think I got like a, a Kylo Ren and a and a and a Captain Phasma. I think oh these are going to be the big characters. Those Kylo Ren ones, but yeah, not so much Captain Phasma. But yeah, that was exciting. It was good. It's nice to see it back. I I mean I don't. It was a big part of my life. I used to I used to go there a lot, like through the years as well. I mean it, I just I, I googled it earlier. It launched in 1985 in the UK, and I was sort of a student at the back end of the 80s and the 90s in Coventry. So that was our big one. It was a bit of a schlep out. But me and my housemate, we were just into pop culture and we'd go, you know, on trips there just to see what was what and discuss the items and just look at the hits and misses. Not too dissimilar to what we're doing tonight. And obviously this was kind of pre Power of the Force 2. Um, you know, I was already collecting vintage, going to toy fairs and things. So I rarely bought anything, you know, the occasional maybe star character from a new movie or whatever. But he was collecting Star Trek, the Playmates figures at the time. So we would go and get those. But we just we just go there as a sort of destination just to look at stuff um, and hang out and look at Turtles figures and Aliens figures and go, what the hell is this supposed to be? And Crash Test Dummies and all the rest of it. And then when Power of the Force 2 came out, it just changed the game. You know, I was there like at least once a week, making sure that I'd got everything and I don't missed anything. And then, like you say, those when the prequels hit, those giant displays on that facing wall as you went in, it was just it was just a, a wonder world of of Star Wars. And it's 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 really weird to just have the conversation we've we've just had about you know the, the dwindling physical products on shelves and think back to those days. You know, and it's not that long ago, but I think we've lost. Yeah, we, we lost something quite cool there. And they never they never maximised on the space they had. They could have made it a lot more interactive. I mean, you know, when I'd go there with the kids, they'd be raising hell on the bikes and the pedal vehicles in the middle aisles while I'd be looking at action figures like a terrible parent. But, um, you know, it was always it was always something we'd make a detour for, you know, and just go out and hang out at Toys R Us. So, yeah, it's yeah. just to me all misty eyed. Even as an adult, I mean, we if I was driving past it, I used to pop to Blue Water and say, oh, I'm just going to just run in there, just see, just see what's in there. And that's even like we used to go and visit my wife's dad up in um, 
up near Middlesbrough. Just pop, just pop into Stockton and just see if, uh, you know, there's anything Star Warsy in there. Just, it's just taken away because it's, yeah, it's such, such a sad thing. It was real magical. I can remember being a kid. You say 85, which would, which would sit about right me. But I used to get like for my birthday, just ask for money, and then my parents would drive me to Toys R Us, and I'd just go and blow a lot on something, you know, walk around with a little trolley and just spend my birthday money. Just, just love it. I still want to go up there and spend my birthday money. But, uh, <laughs> well, you can just scroll through this very tidy, smart-looking website. I get my birthday money now. Now I have to sit online and order something, which I'll get in a couple of years' time. <laughs> <That's>, uh, <laughs> yeah. i tell you what I did, I did see. It was just quite interesting on the homepage. We've got this thing called the Demo Zone, which, uh, you know, the sort of official unboxings and things, which is something they should have done more of, Hamley style, I think, when they had the chance to. But I thought it was quite an interesting addition to their homepage. I mean, it's it's only like the, the third sort of banner down. So they're, they're obviously pushing that little bit more interactivity and be interesting to see where this site goes. I think they could, you know, open up because all of their stores were pretty much replicas of one another, weren't they? You know, you'd walk in and you turn right and you kind of go through a little, there's normally a little bar- barricade there and you go in and you're into it then, aren't you? And then there's normally all the new stuff at the front and you know, the Star Wars display at the back and then you get into different sections of the shop. But they could just open one up, you know, central London, a big Toys R Us, the nostalgia for it. People would go, people would just visit it, wouldn't they? Because there aren't any more. Be like opening a, I don't know, a blockbuster video. That's That's got a bit, there's a blockbuster video somewhere, isn't it? That's, that's still open that people just go to just to act that experience I, I think there could be something in that there's yeah. still there's st- still an audience for it but not probably having you know having many hundreds of stores they had previously it didn't disappear completely around the world did it did it stay open in canada whether we'll ever see a store back or whether this is now just an online entity remains to be seen but um all those exclusives now you see so you know the, the you know out in the states especially we've been quite lucky that we've got the independence that we've got just going back to them quickly but before that toys are us you know they had all the exclusive didn't they they'd have the you know the the, the greedo and Han solo two pack black series when they're both sitting at the table you know that was a, that was a cool one that they had um at the end and 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 you know that's just one they had loads but now they're, they're giving them to walmart's and targets basically supermarkets and all i ever hear when i listen to any other you know podcasts or read online you know Amer- american websites they're all complaining about their walmart or target exclusive orders being cancelled and then scrambling around trying to get the figures on ebay so you know someone like toys r us i don't think they were letting down people the way that some of these big these big box supermarkets are out in the states yeah. so. i used to love dropping that uh episode one gold card on the cashiers <laughs> till like a real player i bet they were well impressed <laughs> <laughs> some 18 year old school girl who's working on a saturday morning <laughs> look at him with his gold card <laughs> well well we'll keep we'll keep an eye on toys r us and we'll see if that product grows and whether we do see some of those action figure lines returning to that site as well but uh, lovely to have it back just lovely to see the logo right then boys so also since we last recorded uh, d23 took place with regards to product there wasn't a great deal of announcements there but what we did see was well nothing new not not new shows particularly announced was it we saw we saw uh, just snippets of what we knew was coming there was quite a the actual lucasfilm presentation had some interesting stuff though boys so tales of the jedi uh, Craig, what, what, what did we learn yeah. about Tales of the Jedi? We they did get a release date for this, didn't we? We did get a release date. So this is this is a, another Filoni helmed animated series that looks at three short stories, Ahsoka, and three short stories about Dooku. And apparently, that's all going to air at once on Disney Plus on October the twenty sixth. So not too long at all, actually. That's uh, mm. Andor's uh, 
still going at that point, isn't it? So actually not long, not long to wait for that, actually. No. Be interesting. I used to love to... the Tales of the Jedi comic was brilliant. I hope they um I hope if it's successful they go down that route and start telling some of those kind of stories. The animation right. looked good as well, didn't it? It was a nice Clone Wars kind of style, isn't it? Yeah, which is nice to see as well. So so we do have that to look forward to. The Bad Batch was given a, a release date, fourth of January. So start the new year off with a bang. Series season two of the Bad Batch. The skeleton crew, they bought they bought the cast out, Dan. A bit of a an interesting vibe I've, I've read in play someone said that this is the stranger things of star wars that's what i read too there's not a lot of detail like that. i don't even, have any of the cast been announced other than jude law all i've all i've read is that jude lord was announced i thought they bought a couple out mm, let me um okay. let me check let me check imdb while you talk about jude law and his well there might be some stuff on imdb but i think it's just jude law it is it, set in the the same time frame as the mandalorian so i think it's kind of done as a bit of a spin-off as that it's yeah a bunch of kind of ragtag crew kids that have been stranded in space and have, have taken up but there's not a lot of detail other than that it's really they're keeping it really under their hats yeah there's only two announcements for cast and crew on on imdb jude law and mickey cassidy yeah so, the guy who who wrote it is the guy that done the spider-man movies the most recent ones who's got a bit of cred there so they've got quite a big hit in there he's directing it writing it or producing it i don't know if he's writing it he's, he's directing and, and, and producing it and you've got executive producing it with dave um filoni john favreau and kathleen kennedy so that all the big names are in there okay and also this bloke that's been announced mickey cassidy is jude law's stunt double <laughs> okay yeah so uh it's it's, yeah. it's been on the ground there's one publicity shot of jude law and that's about it there's a few other you can see make out a few other characters in the background but yeah no names against the the actors playing them i don't think no interesting interesting but the it's actually wrapped isn't it for um mm. the actual filming of it so i think it's going to be out next year at some point yeah. next in 2023 yeah definitely and then also we've We've got Mando Series 3, where we saw officially the, the trailer at long last. I mean, it was a bit leaked from Celebration, wasn't there? That, was it Celebration, where that dodgy yeah. footage was released from? Yeah. It was good to see. And nice to watch the whole thing. <laughs> and it looks Ahsoka, good. And, yeah, Ahsoka as well. Neither of them have got an official release date, although there is rumours that Mando will follow straight off of Ahsoka. Um, IMDb does actually state that Ahsoka is starting on the, the 12th of March, but I don't know how true that is because other sources are saying it is unknown so uh, a springtime for those i think so lots and lots and lots of star wars to be getting excited about in the upcoming months and lots more toy lines i mean jez will be delighted that um he's got to go and buy a skeleton he's gonna, figure. More... he's gonna have to go and buy he's gonna have to go and buy another mandalorian they do towels of the jedi so, figures uh, yeah yeah he'll yeah. uh He'll be all in that. And obviously, we did see some indie news and Willow news, Ooh. if that is your thing. But, uh, we're Star Wars. They're worth Warwick Davis hard, aren't they? Yeah. He had to take six months off Tenable. <laughs> <laughs> I love a bit of Tenable. So do I. Yeah, we might have to um, we might have to play that one day, a Star Wars version. Oh, yeah. Christmas. Oh, ideas. Just going to write something down. <laughs> Tenable. <laughs> Right, okay. And uh, the last thing I wanted to discuss in here, which uh, I sent you boys a post which I saw on um, on one of the Facebook groups. And I never thought about this. So I open my Black Series figures up. I like them. I'm going to have them just dotted around around my room. I think, they, I think they're fantastic. I think some of them are brilliant. But uh, Jim Strorinsky, uh, it was on the Black Series Facebook page, takes the art edge off of the box, laminates it and makes bookmarks. And he's taken them into schools and given them to other places. It was a great idea. So I, I hooked back out Warus Man and uh, Dr. Everson. 
and have cut the edge out. I think that's a great idea. So I, I thought that was, you know, not wasting your packaging. Like I say, I'm, I'm chucking my packaging away now rather than just boxing it and just having it overflowing. If I come to sell them, I sell them loose. Did you boys like the looks of those things? I forgot to put the link in the show notes. I don't know if you've actually seen them. I have, I have to. I remember seeing the photo. My only question yeah. is, how many bookmarks do you need? Well, that's why he so he's been giving them away. Yeah, well, I you know I think you could you could take that idea because I think it is the art is really nice, isn't it? I mean, I currently I put all the plastic in the recycling and then I flatten the boxes and I shove all the flat boxes under the stairs, thinking you know I'll keep hold of them for some reason. But you could take that bookmark idea and buy some of those little transparent bases, you know, you get for board games and tabletop gaming. So just little kind of clear acrylic bases, a little kind of slot in them. And you could stand them next to your figures if you wanted to make a little display. Yeah, interesting. Like that. That's a good one. Although the shape of them, they might look like they're all stood in front of like a pull-up banner at their local small business networking event. <laughs> yeah, I like that. I like. <laughs> You'd have to try it and see, but yeah, you could sort of see that working. But you could probably, you know, say if you put them in order, you could probably have the whole the picture behind them, the whole you know the display you're meant to have if you keep them yeah, with the edges out. It, yeah. Yeah. But Any other ideas for packaging? I, d- I did say to you, is there anything else you can come up with now? Let, let's be creative with them. I know, I know you text me down and went, oh, I don't know if it's a bit silly to say out loud on the show, but you were talking about using the plastic mould that the figures come in for making jelly in, so you can oh, have yeah. jelly base malbus and stuff. But be like uh, those jelly chad when you know, those, I think they used to be ghostbusters, oh, yes. didn't they? I They're nice those, ones, yeah. all the different coloured ones. Yeah, big big ones of those. <laughs> well, there you go. So bookmarks, check it out. I mean, Jim. Jim Storinsky, yeah, you're uh, you're thinking outside the box there. Now on to announcements. So we are recording this show before the Hasbro PulseCon announcement. So we will do a pickup after that has been on the 1st of October and that will follow the announcements. But these are the announcements that are already out before that event. So going to take it through with you boys. Not a lot. There is bits and pieces. No vintage collection at this point since our last show. But Dan, one piece of Lego, which was actually announced today, another UCS set. Yes, so it's the UCS Razor Crest. So this is a, a giant size Razor Crest that so they released the Razor Crest a couple of years ago now. Um, this one is obviously a lot bigger and a lot more expensive than the one that came out before. I think the one that came out originally was about £120. This one is £520, released on the 7th of October. If you're a Lego VIP, you can get it on the 3rd of October, so four or five days earlier than, than everyone else. And yeah, this is a this is a good looking ship actually. If I didn't have the uh, the Razor Crest, the Haslab version, I'd be I'd be looking at this. So it measures over 72 centimeters in length, so that's about 28 inches long. It comes with a bunch of characters with it. So you've got a um, oh I can't remember their names. What's the thing that um, Mando rides along around in on the first episode? Blurg. The Blurg. So there's a Blurg and a Mando, a Baby Yoda, and who's the little blue chap? I'm terrible with these names. Mi- 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 Mythal. Mithril, yep, and and Quill. I can't remember his name. Dan, can I just jump in on you there? Because this is the one thing. I mean, you just say it comes with a whole host of figures. Yeah. This is a £520 set. Now, I have two UCS sets. I have the Cantina, which I know Craig has got, and... Oh, I've got the Death Star as well, and I've also got the Millennium Falcon. I actually think, compared to the other UCS sets, 
that that is a really low amount of figures. There was okay. There was about 15, 16 in the cantina. Let me just have a quick look at the size of the Falcon. The Falcon has got a good 10, 12 figures, and the Death Star yep. has got a good 15 figures. So actually, I think they could have mm. done a bit more with figures. Okay, you're you're the expert. I haven't got any of these big. I've not I've not I've not um shelled out for anything this big so yeah it's got 6187 pieces so in terms of the detail easy access detailed interior removable engines and cockpit two side hatches and cargo compartment with space for blurg a weapons cabinet and lego minifigure sized carbon freezing chamber it's got a detachable skate pod it's a big razor crest with lots of pieces i i can't i can't justify getting this myself i think it looks really nice it does um, but yeah you're right yeah and the quill figure, in fairness to him, the quill has got the best face on him, hasn't he? On that Lego figure. Yeah. Brilliant. Looks just like Jez. <laughs> yeah. I've just never, I've never thought to buy one of these UCS figures, these UCS sets. I've heard, you know, you and Mark were talking about that. All of you, I think, were talking about that Cantina set last year. I've heard people raving about the Falcon. But I've never, yeah, pulled the trigger on a £500 Lego set. I think if I had done, it would have been that, that Star Destroyer. Yeah, nice piece. That was big, though. I saw. But that's that's the problem. It's too it's too big. <laughs> that's why I haven't built the Falcon yet. I've had that over a year. But until I've got a spot where I can put it while I'm building it, because um, I was talking to Ben Ben Coomber, who's built it. Yeah. He said, when you start building it, you don't want to keep moving it. But I've started building the Death Star now after it's sitting behind a bar for two years. Brilliant, though, isn't it? The Death Star. I'm I really enjoyed it. The Death Star. I'm yeah. loving it. it. It's just like loads of little sets in one because you build kind of a room at the time a room at a time and yeah. um the last one i've done is was the because it mixes the the movies so you've got um new hope scenes you've also got return of the jedi scenes and i've just done the emperor's throne room such a lovely little kind of vignette within the the wider piece you know it's it's a lot of fun but i'm with you on this one Stu. i don't see where the money is it's 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 way less impressive for that figure as in money figure not yeah. I was going to say, looking at the photos, the interiors, you've got hardly any space in there to move. Once you've built it in terms of, you know, interactive areas to pose figures and do stuff with, there's not a lot. There's not a lot of room to do anything. You sent, have you have you looked at any of the photographs yeah, of the interiors? Yeah, at the moment. They're, um, it, is, it is tight in there. You're right. I mean, because the, the Falcon opens completely up. I, I, I really do feel they've stinted on the fit. I mean, a lot of people buy Lego sets for the minifigures. You often see sets for sale, especially on eBay, with the sets are unbuilt, but the minifigures are, are gone. And I just I just feel it's, it's just lacking a little bit in there. I mean, even the Death Star, I've got the Death Star to the side of me. And I'm hoping, Craig, once you finish doing yours, because if you remember, I put stacked all my mint on card, vintage mint on cards on a shelf and it collapsed and it took off a chunk of my Death Star. So yeah. The back corner is missing. <laughs> At the moment, I've got to rebuild it. I've still haven't got around to doing it, but um, but this has got all your main characters. This set, it's got it's got your Luke with the grappling hook about to swing, but it's also got him in his stormtrooper disguise, and it's got him with a lightsaber, and it's got lots of little Imperials. I know they weren't on the Razor Crest, but nor was the Blurg. They could have put a few more on this. They could have had, yeah, couldn't they? Yeah, they could have had um even people like um oh what's her name, the one that dates the Jawa that fixes him up. Pelly, Pelly, is it? Yeah, people like that could have been easily put in this set, you know. So yeah, they could have yeah. done a bit of, you know, docking bay scenery, you know. Even the speeder in the first episode, yeah, when they're trying to get back to the Razor Crest and the creature comes out of the ground and takes the yeah. speeder, but they could have had that speeder and that character driving that. Yeah, I've, I do, I do think it's a, li- it's five hundred and twenty quid. I mean, the Falcon was six fifty. What was the Cantina? Four, five hundred, four hundred. I don't know. I can't remember. You've taken the shine off this. I quite like this when I started looking at it. <laughs> it's, it's a nice oh, thing, but that's 520 no. quid there. And yeah, 
I, I just think it. I think for they've that done better, money, they've done better, have haven't they? More. Well, we've had the Attack recently, haven't we? Which was um, a little bit more than this, which I would rather have had than this. Yeah, I, th- I think they could have done a little bit more. Is that because you've got the Haslab one, though? I know it's but not. Yeah, Lego, but my but... Haslab's still actually in the shipper. I haven't even got it out of the shipper yet, so it's not like I've opened that and I'm in love with it because I haven't actually seen it yet. <laughs> so <laughs> no. No, I just I don't know. It looks okay. nice. It looks nice built, and it look, I'm sure it looks stunning on display. But I just I just think it's got a little just a little bit missing there. I think I think it needed more, and I think they might miss the boat. I mean, we he's not got this anymore. Is it going to be um, fresh in people's minds? Haslab did get that out at the right time, didn't they? Because I think it closed just before it got blown up. It closed the day after it blew up, <laughs> didn't it? Yeah, which was really funny, wasn't it? I still think he's going to get another one. Season four. Season four. Okay. Return of the Razor Crest. Brilliant. Brilliant. Okay, then. So moving on. So there has been a few Black Series announcements since we last recorded. Craig. We've got a few to run through. Not very many, but uh, the first one, Ralph McQuarrie concept, Obi-Wan and Darth Vader two pack. So Ralph McQuarrie concepts have been pretty well mined by the three and three quarter line over the years. Uh, and now they're getting the Black Series treatment. And this is an exclusive for Shop Disney, I believe. But before you get too excited, it's a repainted Empire Strikes Back Vader body and a repainted New Hope Ben Kenobi body um, with new head sculpts. So they've done a fair job uh, of it. Uh, a video on it earlier where they, they sort of went through the, the concept book of the costumes and, and where they would picked up some of the paint details uh, and, and transferred them over. So, you know, they put a bit of work into it. I think what I find interesting is that you know, when they did the three and three quarter inch uh, figures back around the 30th anniversary, they used the actual Macquarie art on the on the packaging. Um, but here they've had to obviously redo it into the Black Series style. Now, I know that there was a there was a comic from about 2013, I think, that adapted the original screenplay. And that's the only other example I can think of where Ralph Macquarie's art hasn't been drawn by Ralph Macquarie. So so looking at that, it just feels a little bit weird to me. I don't know what anyone else thinks to sort of see it once removed from its source. Yeah, I see what you mean. Yeah, yeah, just a bit strange. But if you fancy one of these, it's exclusive to Shop Disney, um, certainly in the US, according to yakface.com. But hopefully that will extend to Europe too. I'm sure we'll see them all over the place. These exclusives always start off exclusive, don't they? <laughs> I'm be, sure. Be an entertainer by Christmas. So the other one that's been um, released or teased or showcased uh, is the Return of the Jedi 40th anniversary Admiral Akbar. Now, this is a rework of the recent Black Series Akbar with a different head sculpt. It's got a closed mouth rather than an open mouth. Uh, it comes on a vintage style card for the 40th anniversary of uh, Jedi, so we'll be seeing lots more of that, which is fair enough. Um, but it's got this vintage paint app, which has the unintended consequence of just making it look unfinished. I don't know what you guys think, but obviously, the, you know, the more up-to-date sculpt has got a lot of detail on his belt, and he's got his little rank insignia or his whatever the thing is on his chest, and they've just left that because obviously the vintage figure didn't have it. So, so it just feels a little bit kind of undercooked. Yeah, I see. I've I've bought the Black Series Akbar that was in the. The actual Jedi um, packaging, but yeah, I can see what you mean about him. It's it's lovely that 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 Black Series Akbar. It's really well done. But this this one, it looks like they've got the solid plastic head, like the vintage figure, it's just all one colour. Yeah. There's no there's no kind of detailing of his no. his fishy crustacean nature. It's just sort of flat. And yeah, I looked at it and thought, is this a, this a prototype? It took me a minute to work out what they were what they were going. It's, for. it's a prime it's example a- of them just repaint something they've already done so they can just get another item out isn't it they haven't got to do something new but it's odd that they've done that because they don't normally 
um, vintageify. Is that a word? The, the Black <laughs> Series figures on these on these sort of releases. So on the Empire ones, I don't remember them doing this and taking all the... I know they released some like that. They did the um, Zuckers and Forlorn. They obviously did the FET. But yeah, this is a, a new thing. If this is down the, the path they're going, taking the, the paint apps away and just giving them real basic vintage style painting for all of these. Yeah, it all looks a bit... It's not... Yeah, it's just... A, it does look a bit of an odd card pack, doesn't it? I'm not sure about that Empire, the Jedi 40th logo either. It's a bit stands out a bit more much than more than you'd want looks a bit off as well as the figure i love it it's a trap <laughs> oh we're full of him <laughs> full of impersonations tonight i reckon uh craig the next two you could you could do an impression of one of these two jesus right okay roger roger <laughs> you know what's coming <laughs> but I, do you know what i'm sure we've reviewed these before and if you're telling me that we haven't i guess that sort of tells its own story <laughs> they just feel like you know, it's another repainted battle droid sold under the gaming greats uh, uh, banner and a stormtrooper with a new bit of kit, uh, a big rocket launcher. So, you know, I, these aren't for me, but I'm sure gamers love them to put them around their little gaming dens with their bean bags and stuff. What they have in their gaming dens? So uh, there's clearly a market for them. Again, they're clearly something that, that Asbro can trot out without too much work. So sure, we've not seen the last of a of some droids and stormtroopers that have appeared in games with different paint apps. Um, so I'm going to the new boxes hmm? in the new boxes, aren't they? Without they the... are in the new boxes, which I think we mentioned in the last show. So these are the new windowless boxes. And I guess, uh, you know, a couple of weeks into it, we've probably got slightly clearer images than like, I think the, the ones we had before kind of leaked, weren't they? So, um, yeah. Any thoughts on those? They're quite nice. I, I mean, I don't go into the gaming great figures because I don't play the games particularly, so I don't really know the characters. But I mean, I quite like the colouring on the side of the box. Look quite nice. I was looking at these. Unless you've got these face on, which a lot of people haven't got the space, I don't think it really matters. These are windowless. No. The side images are all still going to line up. If you want to get look at it, buy two and get one out. Okay. <laughs> Spent fifty quid a figure <laughs> just so you can look at one and keep one in the box. <laughs> Okay, carry on, Craig. I'm sure, I'm sure as collectors we'll, we'll all get over it. Okay, where are we? So the other one we've got is a three-pack, which is the Mandalorian, Grogu, and Ahsoka. Um, and I'm going to assume that the Mando is another repack. Ahsoka certainly is, but this time she gets a soft goods cloak. Um, but it's the Grogu I find quite interesting. So he's sitting down, which looks fine when he's on a surface, but sort of weirdly like a statue and he's shown being carried, which he is on a couple of these promotional um, shots. I don't know whether you guys can sort of see that because obviously he's, he's sort of the fabric of his cloak kind of just wafts to the floor. But obviously when he's being carried around by Ahsoka and, uh, and Mando, it's just got this hard edge to it. It's yeah. Sort of it's weird. like it's on stand, doesn't it? Yeah. yeah. But, you know, if you've not already bought Mando and uh, Ahsoka and Grogu, this is a good opportunity to buy them all at once. And the final ones we've got here are the... Andor uh, figures, or the, sort of certainly some um, Andor figures that have been revealed, which personally I find a strange mix. So we've got Cassian in an Imperial disguise, uh, we've got a Repack Shore Trooper, uh, and there are two Imperials. Now these are exclusive to US stores, so the Shore Trooper and an Imperial officer from Ferrix is exclusive to Target, and the other Imperial officer is exclusive to Walmart along with Cassian. So that's how they're going to be trickled out um but what i find kind of strange about these is that they're giving two out of the four well three out of three out of the four figures generic names so we've got this um imperial officer ferrix uh 
Imperial Officer Dark Times and obviously the, the Shore Trooper, which I find really strange given that we're three episodes in and it's clearly a very character based show. And these guys are sure to have names. So I don't really understand why. And, and, the, and the, we've got sort of this guy with a mustache who looks very distinct. He doesn't look like a generic army builder. I think he's in the trailers, isn't he? He must be in it quite a, you know, significant enough to be in if he's in the trailers and they've made an action figure of him. Yeah, so why he's just called um, Imperial Officer, I don't, I don't know. Maybe, well, I mean, this, the, the shots that I'm looking at here, they look like a finished product. It's going to be a spoiler, and it? it's going to be like Han Solo's dad or something. <laughs> I think there's quite a few more images now of these, isn't there, from what we've got here. But, um, yeah, yeah. I mean, given, given, you know, in the first few episodes, we've got some real key characters that are quite interested and they're clearly going to go places to, to kind of trot these out early doors seems a little bit strange, but maybe there's method in their madness. I certainly predict that there's going to be lots of kitbashed bits of imperial tunics and helmets and things all mishmashed because it looks like it's going to be that kind of show. So we're going to see lots of background imperials being made you, by Hans Pro. What do you think about Cassian's face? Now, this is... He's at what old Harney mission. So that's obviously something that's coming up. We haven't seen this yet. Yeah. And he's got a cap on, but his face to me, if you, if you gave me that action figure without me knowing who it was, I would struggle to say that's Cassian. I really don't see it. No, the shot I've got's not, not the best. I'll, um, but I can see, I can see what you're saying. They should be able to get their main character, right. It's kind of no excuses for, for it really. In the Ferex Imperial officer, he looks he looks like um he looks like Ordinarian right from Solo. Yeah, yeah he's a spoiler. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, odd odd choice I thought, but I'm sure we'll see plenty of more figures from the from the show as it as it rolls out over the next couple of years. Indeed. Indeed. So that is our black series until the Hasbro Pulse. I mean, we might get an absolute influx. They will be at the end of this section. But for the time being, that is all we have had at the moment. Now, Dan, let's come back over to you. Something we won't get an influx of at Hasbro Pulse. But uh, Hot Toys, not a lot this time, but there has been a few. Yeah, so there's a couple. Of, well, there's 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 four altogether. The first one is a Stormtrooper, a chromed version. Now, I think this was maybe one of the ones they showed at, at or around the time of San Diego Comic Con. I think we covered the Death Trooper last month, but there was yeah. a, there was this Stormtrooper as well. So essentially, it's a Stormtrooper who's been chromed out. It looks a bit like Captain Phasma from a chroming point of view, but it's the their old Stormtrooper design chromed. Um, that's over on uh, Sideshow for two hundred and forty dollars. Comes with a blaster and the small pistol. We sometimes see Stormtroopers. Um, photographed it but i don't think we've ever seen one shoot those little guns in the actual in live action they always need to be normally in publicity stills yeah there's not a lot more to it than that really we can go into the uh the detail of what it comes with various sets of hands a utility belt blaster rifle blaster pistol and that's pretty much it so i think it, we spoke a lot over the last few months about royal Selendor, but you know when you talk about a bit of bling i think i'd rather have this on a shelf somewhere than than something like that so for 240 quid if you haven't got a stormtrooper in your collection and this this could be this could be the one if you want a bit of a standout piece but doesn't really fit in with the rest of mine because i try and go with you know, no. screen accuracy rather than the bling of this i don't dislike it but i don't 231 pound 53 like it you know hey <laughs> it's a it's a nice piece but yeah it's not. they've done various versions of this stormtrooper over the years and um, hot toys he've had obviously we saw the we seen that we saw the, the you know the chrome version of the death trooper as well and there's been various um special editions that they've done i think they did one with like uh mexican skulls and stuff they've taken this stormtrooper design and, and played around a bit before but they tend to be more um exclusive so i think this was originally some kind of exclusive that they've now got on general release much like the uh 
the the black fet that they had last month as well wasn't something you could generally just go on and order from a retailer it's more of a, a special edition release that you could get from hong kong but for some reason sideshow have managed to get their hands on this and they're, they're flogging it as well i guess everybody else does it so they must think well you know why shouldn't we but uh yeah, yeah. i suppose it's the the, the the hasbro model of um chroming and carbonizing figures and reselling them mm. <laughs> uh, so next up then we've got the the next one out the gates was the reaver so that was announced i think a day or two after we last recorded so that's the the reaver from obviously from obi-wan i think it's really good likeness this i think it, you know if, if, i think for me personally i think i said before i'd, I'd want to try and get one character from each of these series because otherwise you just end up buying everything and i can't i can't get my head around doing it. i haven't got the space and i've got the money so if i had to pick one figure from obi-wan it would probably be obi-wan not reaver but the figure itself is really nice very good likeness of um, moses ingram it's got a comes with you know double-ended lightsaber various hands and um, she's got a cape she wears um i think towards the end of this yeah maybe in the last episode which she's going after luke she's got a, a heavy cape with a hood that she puts up comes with a normal cape and, and a costume for the show there's not a lot more to the to the figure than that so you can head on over to sideshow that one's on there for 250 pounds i think that works out as that one just working out with the exchange rate as it is now so yeah we're, we're creeping up to dollar to pound <laughs> starting to get very close to one another but yeah 250 quid at the minute that one is on on sideshow any thoughts on that one before i move on from it i really like it yeah you're gonna get it at the moment what yeah <laughs> yeah definitely. oh really really yeah yeah i think so I haven't ordered it yet, but yeah, I think I think this sculpt's amazing. I think the face of it's brilliant. It and, is. I think and I admire it from afar. Yeah, you're welcome. Comes to. comes in one flavour. There's no deluxe or anything like that, so it is that one standard release. I suppose it's one that if they, you know, utilise that character again, you know, she, you know, she's obviously becoming a redeemed character and potentially coming a Jedi again or some sort of light side force user, then you know she might show up again and people might fall over themselves to get that because they won't be able to buy it anymore could gain yeah. popularity in the future so the next one we had another inquisitor so the next one announced was the grand inquisitor yeah I love so it. you like this one do you yeah really you, yeah yeah, yeah. You, oh yeah. i thought you was being sarcastic so again there is no as i understand there's no deluxe version of this it's a standard one it's the I'm trying to is it rupert friend the actor that plays him so yeah it's uh again it was it wasn't really a a, a you know a likeness of him more of the all the makeup and prosthetics that he was wearing but yes yeah, it, it looks like the inquisitor from the show he's got the lightsaber he's got the costume i think his um chest plates light up he's got a hologram puck of darth vader and various sets of fists not a lot more to it than that but it looks pretty cool his, his uniform he's got the soft goods trousers leather boots his chest plate lightsaber that attaches to his back bound to appear again in a future show bound to get released again he says i mean i mean whether you like I mean, there was a lot of people saying, oh, it doesn't look like the Inquisitor that was in Rebels. They never do from the live action. But as a figure goes for nailing what was on screen in Obi-Wan Kenobi, it's bang on. It is. They do such a great job. And these two with Obi-Wan and Vader, Dan, I mean, that's an amazing shelf in your collection. (laughs) And they've got a shot there, haven't they, in the in the promo shots of of uh, of Reaver and the Inquisitor following Vader. It's just great. Yeah, yeah, it does look good. I thought we might get the uh, kind of the, the sneak peek of the eighth brother in one of these shots, but they've got to do that one as well. If they're going to do these two, they've got to, got to do the full house maybe and bring that one out. I'll be all over that as well, to be fair. 
So that one is £249 over on the good, the bad and the robots. So if you want to head over there, you can stick a deposit down on that before it sells out and you can uh, buy one from our friend Lee Ward. So any more thoughts on Inquisitors before we go on to the last one? They're making me uh, very inquisitive about ordering. (laughs) So, okay, so the last up, and this one was only announced yesterday. So just uh, the the, uh, Cobb Vamp figure. So this is from his appearance in the... second it was the first episode of the second series of the mandalorian so this is cob vamp of all of his uh reclaimed boba fett armor so fresh from the sarlacc pit it's all uh nicely distressed it's like they've literally taken the 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 parts that they made for the for the actual boba fett with that armor and, and stuck him on a cob vamp figure now i don't know about you guys i don't think this particularly looks like the actor that played him i don't think it's a great facial likeness that one is this like we spoke about kenobi last month is this a early yeah well, they all are going to be, aren't they? I just, I just, I just, it just looks, I don't look at that and think that looks like the guy from the show. I didn't have that stronger feeling about the, the Ewan McGregor for the Obi-Wan, but this one, I'm I'm not thinking it looks, other than, other than when he's got his helmet on, <laughs> the actual face, I'm not, I'm not buying it. That's, uh, I can't remember the name of the actor that plays him. Timothy Oliphant. There you go. Well done. Yeah. It's not, it doesn't have that same, you know, when I first saw that Reva figure, I thought, Jesus, that's just her shrunk down. This yeah. doesn't give me that at all. It's not bad. You know, it's got it's got prototype written in big letters across the bottom of the photos, but not for me this one. No, not me. I'm just um I've already got that armor on a Boba Fett figure. I don't need to buy it again. I think he's a fascinating character. We've seen him in Book of Boba Fett, we've seen him in Mando, and he's still alive. He was in the um back to tank at the end of Fett. So we're gonna see him again. I know he's very, very popular with literature fans. Perhaps like you just said, with with uh, the Inquisitor and, and Reva, perhaps uh, a bit more screen time and you'll be like, Oh, I wish I got my cob on. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So four, four new hot toys this month. Nothing that I'm getting too excited about or pre-ordering. I think and I imagine when we catch up next time, we'll have lots of and or figures to talk about, I imagine. Yes. Yes. <laughs> OK. Right. So that is it for our main toy lines that we discuss. But as always, we like a little miscellaneous section. We can't put everything in here. There's so much Star Wars stuff comes out, but we do like to uh, pull out certain bits and pieces. And as always, we do have that again. So we're going to alternate between the two of you here. And we're coming to you first, Craig. Now, I haven't, I'm sure there is official photos of these now, but Star Wars Stretch Armstrongs. Who doesn't want one of these in their stocking on Christmas morning? Well, this is something new, isn't it? Unless unless you count the Jar Jar Sticky Tongue toy um, of the uh, the prequel uh, era. But... um, but yeah, we had Bendems in the 90s and these are effectively Stretchums. And um, from what I found out, they're made by Character Toys, who are based in the UK, in Oldham, uh, most famous for their Doctor Who action figures. Uh, and they've already released the series of small sort of seven inch figures based on Stretch Armstrong, the popular toy of the 1970s. So it's sort of it's sort of that's their, their headline brand is this sort of stretch term um and they've got these for dc heroes jurassic park there's a scooby-doo and they've also got a, a similar line very similar looking line called heroes of Gujitsu, which look to be very you know rubbery stretchy figures very akin to they're, these they're squidgy harrison's got a couple of them i think he's got a venom one they're, like, they're squidgy like, but maybe not so stretchy as the stretchy things yeah oh, my son's got the venom one is this the same people yes Ah, but irrespective of that the first wave of star wars characters are about to hit our shelves so there's a vader a stormtrooper a fet and a c-3po love them do you know what 
if you're coming to uh, Farvest from, especially on the Saturday when it's something, oh, I'm going to have one of these. I'm going to be playing with it all day. I'm just going to have it out. I'm just playing with it. Just squidging it and stretching it. Come and watch me. I did think to my, I didn't. I saw you put these in here and I was like, stretch bloody Armstrong. And I've just had a look at them now and I might have to get one. I can sit in my office and when you're annoying yeah. me when we're recording, I can stretch it and torture Craig, it. Craig doesn't annoy you that much, does he? <laughs> 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 so I've seen I've seen these in supermarkets, you know, I've seen the, the Jurassic Park dinosaur. So I think they're probably under a ten, aren't they? They don't look like they don't look like they're gonna be a particularly high price point toy. I like the cardbacks though, they're very vintage inspired. Mm. Got the racetracks, haven't they? Yeah, liking it, liking it. So watch this space. Unboxing from Dan. Dan, then over to you, Tamagotchi Grogu. Now I know there is already an R2 out. I've seen it in the shops, but uh Tamagotchi getting in on the Star Wars action. So who knows what Tamagotchi means? Obviously, it's a Japanese word. What's the translation? Um, is it something to do with pet? Nope. Uh, Craig, do you know? I don't know, actually. It's an egg watch. Ha! So that's the translation. It's egg watch. Um, yeah, so these were a big thing back in the late 90s. Uh, I think 96, 96, 97. They were like toy of the year in the UK. Kids went nuts for them. Mums and dads couldn't get for Christmas. I think probably around that time, maybe a little bit later, my mum bought me an R2-D2 one. There was an R2-D2 one back in the day that she bought me as a stocking fit. I was like, what the hell is this? I'm 20 years old. Slung it in a drawer and never played with it. And and history repeats itself because it was on Harris's birthday a couple of weeks ago. My mum bought him the new Tamagotchi R2-D2. And again, he looked at it and went, what the hell is this? Left it on the stairs. <laughs> it's still there beeping and whistling away, waiting to be fed. So I think these are for the nostalgia trip for the uh, the the, the, uh, the people that were, you know, of an age in 1996, 97. And they've now jumped on that bandwagon with with the you know what was nostalgic for these for these people and they, they bought out a grogu version and it was to follow up the r2 one the kids now i don't know about your daughter but harrison's got his ipad he's got his iphone he's got his iWatch, and you can download tomagotchi apps on your phone and play them and a physical thing with a digital led screen it ain't it ain't, it ain't rocking them no my little girl's only five though but the little yeah. grogu head i mean she comes out into my into tiki yeah. she wanders around she thinks anything yoda is grogu I mean, literally, she can't see the age difference between them. So, but, but she loves them. She still carries around that uh, that cuddly toy I bought last year. So, so I think here's the, enjoy this. So here's the little description of it. It says, depending on how you nurture Gro- Grogu, he will he will change into one of 12 different appearances, including three secret ones, three Grogu, Macaroon and Squid Chowder, but not too much or the squid will jump on him. There are too many games available at any time to play or additional mini games, which alternate depending on how you interact with him with 10 playable outcomes. I mean, so yeah, it's, it's the general Tamagotchi um, kind of design where you've got to feed it, you've got to pet it and you've got to, I think what's the other, the other thing is, um, forget what you do with them now. I did, I did play one for a while. So you have to feed them. Oh, so you have to clean wait. their poo up. Oh yeah, that's it. That's the one I was forgetting. <laughs> Yeah, I always thought that when they died, that was it. The machine, it was broken and you threw it away. But apparently you, you can you can reset them. That'd have been more interesting, wouldn't it? But all the kids off to school come home and their Tamagotchis are dead. It, it happened to me. I was trusted with with my youngest sons um, and that because he, he wasn't able to, to do something on a certain day and I had to take it into work with me. And I got stuck in a big, long meeting and I got out and it dead. Not <laughs> 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 to go home and tell him. So, yeah, so, yeah. cause of much stress. I don't see how these things can exist post Pokemon Go. Do you know what I mean? It feels very, very clunky. Someone obviously thinks so. Well, it sounds well, like Stuart's going to buy one for his daughter for Christmas. I'm thinking about buying myself one actually now. <laughs> I know that, uh, 
that uh, can't feed him too much chowder. Right, okay then. So on to you, Craig. Now, you might have seen the little cans of fizzy pops in the shops, but uh, this is in those lines by Funko. Final soda. Yeah, so Funko's vinyl soda range are collectible figures that come in a can with a pop-off lid. and They've been around for a couple of years. They're not blind boxed as such. You know what figure you're buying, but there's a mix of chase variants to make it interesting. And I think I'm right in saying that these new three litre range are kind of new this year. They're certainly kind of quite recent um, and they're probably double the size. So, you know, these are collectible final figures they've got that sort of designer toy feel um and i quite like this this is a wampa and i think he looks pretty cool it's not a pop it's not the square head wide set big black eyes thing when you think of funko it's um it's a lot more i think it's got a lot more character than that yeah and i think so before we started recording this show and Stu was putting the show notes together he said he'd made a purchase i think this is what he's ordered because it feels very similar to his Ewoks that he bought. Interesting. Mm. I've got the Boba Fett one. Look at your camera. I've got the Boba Fett one. Not the big ones, but I've got a little one. Okay. They were on sale in Smith's the other day, and I picked one up. I've got the Boba Fett. Oh, I've seen them in Smiths. There, there, there's a big range oh. of them, isn't there, across a lot of different lines. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, huge. So, yeah, there's the fat. Pretty cool, actually. But I didn't get the chase one. You get a little coin with it to tell you what you what you won. But, yeah, yeah. I just got the standard one. And so the chase it. one part, I believe, he's, he's had his arm cut off, is not it? <laughs> right. That's cool. So, yeah. But, yeah. No, but Craig, no, nice guess. I did I did send these two. We didn't mention that to start. I did say to these two that I have. I've actually ordered two things off this list. But this wasn't it, Craig. But good guess. No. It's, well, I, I would yeah. be tempted. It's a nice. It is an educated guess based on your Ewoks, the Kotobukiya thing. Yeah, that's still in a box ready for an unboxing. <laughs> I only had that for a few months. <laughs> might do that this week. Yeah, then I might not. Okay, right. So a bit of fun there if people want to get involved in that. Quite a nice line for um, stocking fillers as well. Dan, back to you then. So we've got some more jumbo figures. You've got one each here, boys. You first, Dan. What we got? Yes, I think we we did the last one of these. We did was episode before last, and they did the Luke the Luke uh, X wing pilot with a removable helmet. For some reason they've done a yeah <laughs> the the vintage Luke figure with a removable helmet, which I was trying to persuade Jez to buy, but he weren't buying. I said he needed it for his X wing focus. But yeah, now they've gone back to the well. They've taken the stormtrooper and they have put a pauldron on it, and they're selling that as a stormtrooper. I don't know if you got as a sand trooper. Sorry, I don't know if you guys have seen the photo. Do you think this looks the helmet looks very much like the removable helmet from the Luke in Stormtrooper disguised from the vintage line. Yeah. It, it doesn't look like the and I, I when I was flicking through the foot, I was like, oh, I thought it's got to have a removable helmet, but no it, it doesn't. But yeah, I don't know why they keep doing these. I'm not a fan of these. I know they did was it the Tarkin that wasn't great. They've done this Luke and now they've they done must this. They must sell, mustn't they? They must sell. Well, I don't know anyone who's buying them. I don't see anyone posting online this stuff. <laughs> no. They keep think, churning it out. You wouldn't just keep churning it out, would you, surely? But you've got the you know the the return of the Jedi 40th coming up people have, who've been collecting the jumbo figures there's so many of the jedi figures they haven't released that they'd want you know they keep going back to these so yeah it's you know i don't know who'd buy this if you're a stormtrooper focus collector maybe i don't know um i don't know what else to say about it <laughs> 12 inch giant size vintage style sound trooper okay and what, what's the other one then what's the other jumbo figure craig so the other one is a book of boba fett boba fett um and you know I, I'm, I'm with you dan and i wonder whether it's a licensing thing whether they've kind of you know, they're, they're trying to keep the jumbo line going and they're not allowed to do 
the original vintage stuff because that was the point of it really so I, I, like yeah i don't get it either i think what was what was cute about them originally was that they were digitally scanned and scaled you know versions of the vintage kenner line and that was brilliant you know it was a great concept well executed you know hasbro are currently making three and three quarter inch retro uh, figures to match the kenner line these bear no relation this is a completely different sculpt to the to the retro collection three and three quarter inch Kenner, Book of Boba Fett, era Boba Fett. So for $80, nah. Okay, that's a, a big thumbs down from these two. So let's press on them. Regal Robot, always uh, releasing some interesting bits. Dan, a couple of pieces. Yeah, and each at the different end of the uh, of the cost scale as well. But very, very nice nonetheless. They're releasing a life-sized Tusken Raider prop replica bust a signature edition so they've taken actual scans of um, from the lucasfilm archives um of the original mask and costume artifacts and yeah 3d scanned it all and it looks it looks brilliant so just reading through some of the the, the uh the information on so using the technology the cast polyurethane resin mouth area of our bus captures every fold and wrinkle of the original hand paint and staining creates the look of real leather the same scan followed followed us to create the original prop mask metal parts in cnc machined aluminium for each bust so yeah heavily uh, hand dried heavily distressed fabrics adorn the head and chest sections real leather bandoliers and resin neck breather so this is i believe two and a half thousand pounds or two and a half thousand dollars two thousand nine hundred ninety nine dollars have you bought this is this the one is it have you gone for this oh mate i wish i could i've always had a thing about the tuscan and it looks amazing doesn't it i mean it that is, in its it, it would be amazing I'm going to say this now before we get to the show. This is this is the standout item. If I had to pick one thing this month, this is it. So this is this is due out quarter one of 2023. So not even that far away. Yeah, it looks awesome. I think I'm just looking where it says. So it's limited to 150 pieces, one to one scale. And I did read somewhere that it had been signed by one of the stuntmen that played a Tuscan Raider as well. So, yeah. Yeah, payment plan available from $299. There you go, Stu. Treat yourself. <laughs> yeah, I wish I wish I could, but uh, that one's a bit beyond me. It is beautiful, though, isn't it? It is awesome. It doesn't it doesn't get better than their stuff. The, the, you know, the fact that they've had access to the original and they've put that kind of artisan levels of of craft into it. You know, there's a there's a reason there isn't a a, a black series version of a Tuscan helmet that you can buy for a couple hundred quid and run around the garden in. Such an intricate piece, and you know. To know that they've scanned it and every fold is accurate to the to the screen used thing is just incredible. Yeah. So sorry, so I found it now. So it includes hand hand numbered metal plaques signed by original performer Alan Fernandez. Yeah, I wasn't. I wouldn't be fussed about that. Just just give me yeah. <laughs> I don't I don't want some random. Go sign go, go go and track him down at a convention and get him to make give you an autograph for twenty quid. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah. So. If, if three grand is a little bit out of your price range, maybe you'd treat yourself to one of these. Is a Darth Vader battle damage magnet. So this is, oh, it's brilliant. Thirty dollars. Thirty dollars. So this is. Uh, it says the new magnet is inspired by the epic climactic battle between Obi Wan Kenobi and Darth Vader in the hit Lucasfilm series Star Wars Obi Wan Kenobi. So yeah, this is a a metal magnet with yeah, it's the Vader bust with Vader's face opened up to see the Anakin underneath. It looks really good. So if you can't afford a hot toy with Anakin's face popping out of it, maybe you can put down thirty dollars for one of these. I think we should all buy one of these. Should we do a group buy and see if we can get them shipped over? Craig, you in yeah. for one of these? Yeah, I think I would be. It's uh, 
it's a nice thing and it's another good thing about regal robot is they kind of they they know that not everybody's going to be able to afford a uh, lucasfilm uh you know scanned version of a tuscan raider but but they, they didn't they make stuff like this for people as well so i think it's i think they're a good company we should do a um a show looking at some of their stuff because some of their stuff's amazing yeah i mean i've just scrolled to the bottom have you seen the cantina inspired upholstered seating 1500 pounds a seat but they just look amazing and their stuff is just yeah really i do i do enjoy their stuff whenever it's in our show notes it's always a a pleasure to look at totally did they only ship in the states yeah i've had i've Joe, what I tried to, I've, I've tried to buy the the desk tidy three or four times. I've had it in my shopping trolley, and I get all the way through to the shipping, and it's like, no, I won't ship to the UK. You know the one with the space slug, yeah, coming out. And I was saying, oh, it'd be lovely on my desk, you know, put my drawing pins in there because I don't use them. So um, yeah, just yeah, I would need. We need to find a way. Regal Roebuck, you need to uh, find a way to ship to the UK. Okay then, Craig. So I'm going to come over to you, gentle giant mini busts, and there has been a few since last show. There's been a few. I'll try and rattle through them quite quickly. We're all familiar with this range and what the little minibusts are. So the first one is a minibus of uh, a very stern looking senatorial Padme from the Clone Wars, which is which is nice. I quite, I quite like this. I quite like the muted colours and, oh. uh, and the detail in her outfit. I think it's a it's a nice piece. You saying you like this too? Yeah, I think it's quite a nice, quite a nice bust here. Is it, is, I like the colourings. I think you're right. I think it's uh, yeah. yeah, definitely stands out quite nicely. Yeah. I mean, it's, you know, it's not something I would buy if you grew up watching the Clone Wars and you're now in your first proper job. This is a nice, classy looking thing you could splash out $80 on for your first apartment. So other than the the magnet that we've just looked at and the action figures, there hasn't been a huge amount of, of merchandise from the Obi-Wan series. Correct me if I'm wrong, um, but uh, Gentle Giant have, have produced this bust of, uh, of Kenobi. And I think it's OK. It's not a bad likeness. Some of the pictures are better than the others. But um, yeah, 130 dollars for this one so it's uh considerably more than the uh than the one we just looked at but yeah are we liking this right yeah <laughs> yeah, yeah was, it's all right that, that was kind of my that was kind of my view and then we've got a grand inquisitor from the same show and again this this one left me a bit cold it said white poodle to me so you know when white poodles get that those tear stains under their eyes yeah <laughs> It's got that kind of vibe. Yeah, one is, of the shots. I'm just looking at one of the photos now. It's just, the face just looks off. Um, there's one where he's like, it's kind of quite close to his face. Um, yeah, and he's like, the nose doesn't look quite right on it. Yeah, it's just, yeah, it's okay. It's okay. It's all a lukewarm reception all round. Um, mm. The next one is from uh, the Gentle Giant Legends in 3D series so these are slightly more premium i mean they retail at 200 dollars, and this is the this is the range that the oft talked about luke x-wing that jazz has on order uh, comes from so that they're head and shoulder busts rather than sort of torsos and they all come with a conceptual base to support the figure and i think this is supposed to be a wrist gauntlet i don't know what you think going along with that the base i think so, I think so yeah i'd agree yeah, with that i can't see it being anything else I think that's what that is. Um, and, you know, this is great. There's no human likeness to get wrong. There's great weathering on the helmet um, and the armour. And I think it's got a bit of sassy attitude. I think they've managed to sculpt in a little bit of a cocksuredness into this. I, I quite like this as a, as a piece. We good on that? Yes, yeah, nice yeah. piece. Uh, and the final one, as a companion to Obi-Wan, which I mentioned earlier, uh, is a is a Vader bust. And again, it's, it just, just feels a little bit off. The, the face is off, the helmet's off. The pose is a little bit weird. Yeah, not sure about this either. So 
a selection of busts of varying prices, of varying quality, if you're a bust collector. Uh, not for me this month. My, my pick of those five is definitely the Padme. Yeah, interesting. So let's carry on with Gentle Giant, though. Dan, back to you. Let's go to some statues. One seven scale Darth Vader. So it's about 11 inches tall, again, from Kenobi. Uh, I would my guess would be it's from Yazzie's battle with first encounter with Obi-Wan and drags him into the fire. So you've got Darth Vader standing with his lightsaber to one side of his hand outreach like he's force choking and some flames. Now, it doesn't say in the description whether they're light up or not, but my, my guess would be that they are. Maybe they're not. But there's like a flame effect like what you get with a hot toy with one of the Boba effect with flames coming out. So kind of the plastic orange colored flames uh, on the base and yeah, Vader figure. I, I think any Vader that comes out with from the Obi-Wan series needs to have that cracked mask <laughs> with with Anakin's face poking out. I just I don't see the, the point of this. It's just another Vader figure for me. It looks like if he's was, jumping in a puddle. Or jumping into flames. Well, it's sculpted quite well, but I look at it and yeah. at $200, I think for $200, you're talking hot toy territory. And I just, I'd rather the hot toy with the cracked helmet. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, $200 for that, like you say. Um, I think it's limited to how many pieces? It 3,000 edition size. $200 comes out quarter one of 2023, allegedly. Yeah, I mean, if if their um, release dates are right, they're they're quite on the ball, aren't they? Not getting stuff yeah, out but, too. Uh, well, Jez is still waiting for his. Uh, although it's been dispatched now, he was waiting nearly six yeah. months for that Luke Skywalker. But yeah, regardless, yeah. I wouldn't be buying it anyways. Okay, Move Craig, along. another. I think this one's crazy, isn't it? Another statue, Craig. Yes. So when I first saw this, I thought, oh, it's one of those really impressive, massive things that you see in glass cabinets at Celebration. It's because there's a lot going on. This is uh, Bastilla Shan, and it's a, a sort of moment in time where she's battling a droid. And uh, as I say, a lot, there's a lot going on. She's, she's leaping from a droid that she's clearly slashed with a, with a lightsaber. The droid sort of collapsed and, and she's jettisoning herself off, presumably to fight more droids. And I looked at this, I thought, wow, there's a lot to break on there, isn't there? But when I got into it, it's actually a, a much smaller PVC piece. So it's only 10 inches retailing at $80. It's not going to be one of these massive things. Um, and yeah, it's quite nice. It's it's for fans of Knights of the Old Republic who who have connected with this character. Um, but it's very dynamic and uh, looks to be quite well painted and put together. I don't imagine this is going to float your boats. I love it. Oh, were you, get, you, were you did you play Knights of the Old Republic? I um no, just um yeah, just like the figure. It's um probably not saying I'll add, but yeah, there's something about it. Uh, the oh, bending a lightsaber does my head in every time I look at that first in, <laughs> image, though. It's uh, it's bent. I mean, get get it straight for the photo. Yeah, yeah. Well, that's because it's PVC, you see. So it's going to be quite rubbery, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> Have you pre-ordered this one? No. No, no, Did you pre-order the Padme bus? No. Oh, no. we're running out of options here. Okay, then. So let's go back to you then, Dan. A bit of Koto Bakia stuff on the uh, on the list this month. Yeah, these seem to be a lot a lot less prevalent than they used to be. I remember seeing this stuff everywhere. But yeah, this is a Japanese line. I think it's licensed in the US by Artifacts. This is a one of the Artifacts Bad Batch figures. So this one measures, I'm just looking for how high it is actually. So it's 11 inches tall. So same sort of scale as that Vader statue we just spoke about. So about 11 inches high, 10 to 11 inches high. And these are kind of, I think to get out of the, the statue licensee shenanigans of who's got what license, they release these as model kits. So generally they come in four or five pieces. They pop together. I can't really define them as model kits. The arms are normally slot in and the head slots on. They come on a nice base. This one looks, looks quite good. Got two interchangeable heads. So it comes with both the mast, the mast head and with his face showing. Yeah, so you've got 
Echo with his little backpack on, his guns. It's a nice figure if you're into Bad Batch. Yeah, that's all right. Okay, so Craig, SH Figure Arts have been at it as well. Another line that's uh, quite like this. This is yeah. all right. I mean, these these are usually pretty good. I mean, this is a um, a book of Boba Fett. Boba Fett comes with, I think, a couple of. Um, uh, heads um it's not clear whether it's a, a retool or a repaint but it's a throne room version comes with a new a new throne you can have him sat on his little uh throne with his little rancor heads on his armrest so uh if you're still into the book of boba fett and your head hasn't been swizzled by obi-wan kenobi and andor then this is quite a nice piece they do these yeah. nice stuff, don't they? These the SH figure arts. They always look good at the shows, don't they? They always got them in the in the cabinets, and when you see them, they're, they're just yeah. It's, uh, it's Japanese, isn't it? They do they yeah. do a small detail that like no one else does. And again, I think the reason we don't get them is that licensing. So Hasbro kind of have the market cornered on six scale figure or six inch scale figures. I think these are seven inch scale generally, but yeah, they we don't we don't tend to get them. I think you have to pay a little bit more to get them imported into the UK. The throne's nice, isn't it? They've done a good job of that. Mm. Do you know how much that is? Ninety four dollars. It's not bad, is it? Not with the throne, no. It's nice. Yeah, no, nice, nice, uh, nice piece. Well, boys, that so that is generally it at this point, but. There has been a couple of holiday items. Now, we've got both Halloween and Christmas. It wouldn't be the same without a bit of a mix-up. So what have we got, Dan? We've got some Halloween Droid Factory stuff, haven't we? You did this on purpose, didn't you? (laughs) (laughs) You love it. So, yes, our friends at Shop Disney have released a set of four Halloween droids, various colours and designs to represent Halloween. We've got... R2 Boo, R3 Boo 17, R4 Boo 18 and R4 Boo 19. So they've each got their own uh, Halloween inspired design. Um, You've got R2 Boo, which is a black droid with orange, green and purple details and a back wing topper. Um, R3 Boo 17 is a glow in the dark green droid. R4 Boo 18 is a candy corn coloured droid. And R5 Boo 19 is a black droid with a skeleton suit design and back wing topper. What else do you want me to say about these? Are you, are you, is this what you've pre-ordered? Yeah. Have you really? No. Um, <laughs> have you ever said boo so many times in one sentence? Boo. <laughs> I tell you what, the R2 one with the, the green and purple and that, it's quite no. a looking droid. No. no. With the no. bat on the top. Yeah, it's, boos, my, it's my pick of the four, that one. Yeah. <laughs> uh, there you go. $40, mate. They could be yours. They're still in. Oh, they're sold out. They're sold out. They're gone. That's it game over they've gone yeah, can you believe tough. they've sold out Jesus. yeah i can i can uh, i think because we're going to go on in a minute and i i think we need to sometimes get off a high horse and enjoy things for what they are i mean halloween's a big thing in america and they want to set their decorations up they they decorate their houses like we decorate them for christmas they want to cut the little like fun star wars figures out get them out for a couple of weeks a year that's what they're there for dan don't um listen in the uk we, we put a, we get a bag of fun size mars bars some harry bar if they're lucky and maybe a maybe a pumpkin we don't need we don't need these droids <laughs> well mm, okay. to halloween to be fair i wouldn't buy them um they're not for me but halloween's not really my thing but but christmas is oh, i love christmas i love christmas oh. I get so excited. I mean, it's September. I've been humming tunes for the last three weeks. <laughs> you know, a bit of cliff, mistletoe and wine's been on the old tongue. It's uh, it's always good. So, first of all, Craig, a Funko Pop Christmas set. And these are great, aren't they, Dan? 
<laughs> so we've got six. We've got six. I'm not. I'm not going to sit here and pour scorn on these. I. I yeah, you should, well, you should. Well, I get it. No, I'm going to give a considered appraisal of the concept and the execution. So here goes. So these are all based on the idea that somebody's made a snowman that's sort of in the style of a Funko Pop, which on paper sounds great because they've got big black coal eyes already, haven't they? So you can sort of see how that how that thinking got picked up and developed. So in the range, so Darth Vader and and he sets the scene for all of these. So so they are kind of if you imagine a Funko Pop, but slightly rough, like they've been made out of snow and that's the body, and then they've been decorated with uh, twigs and bits of coal and carrots so vader's got some of the detail of his mask picked out in twigs he's got carrot for a nose he's got a little cape he's got twiggy arms uh the stormtrooper slightly less echo on him he's sort of got sort of twiggy eyebrows which is a bit weird but a nice little carrot grill of his of his face we've got a boba fett uh and he's again he's got like carrot eyebrows which looks a bit strange uh yoda which has got big carrots for ears uh, that one isn't it a little smiley mouth uh we've got R2-D2, who's probably one of the more intricate, lots of tiny little sticks and carrots sort of making out his, his detail. And then we've got the absolutely terrifying uh, C-3PO, which looks, it's all kind of Slenderman weirdness going on with that. So I get I get the concept. I get that they're, they're things that you would bring out as part of your Christmas decorations. I think it's a lovely idea. My opinion aesthetically is i think they've just overworked it a little bit i think if they'd have reined back on some of these details and made them more like the snowmen that we make with eyes and a nose and a mouth and maybe a scarf and, and some twiggy arms i think they'd have been a lot more successful and a lot classier looking i think they've just gone a little bit over the top some of the tiny little details and i don't know what you guys think but that's my review of these items do you like these, Dan? I like the Vader. If I had to pick one, I'd pick the Vader. And you're right, you could probably put that get away with putting one of those out as a Christmas decoration. Exactly, Daniel. Exactly. I haven't ordered any of these. But if I was to see one of them in a shop, like the Vader or the Yoda, I would possibly could put that in my Christmas display. <laughs> oh, I like them. Yeah, definitely uh, definitely a bit of fun. I think, that, I think that's really important, Stuart, because these feel much more in the spirit of Christmas than you know what we're about to repainting about. an action figure <laughs> oh, <Christ. laughs> you know that's a killing machine you know so you've got these you know you've got these imperial troops who are just you know the enforcers of the empire and are quite evil whereas these have quite a christmasy spirit i think funko as a brand really suits this I mean, I think the for all its detail, I think if you took the, the twigs off the top of the R2, I think the R2 is the most successful. I quite like him because he's the most snowman shaped. I think Yoda is the least successful. I don't think those ears work. He looks like a gremlin. Interesting. And um, let's so so the final bit in this little holiday season section now is these Black Series figures. Now, I will tell you, I have got if you remember rightly, I bought one last year and I bought the. The snowtrooper, which had been painted green, and his face scarf was red and white, and his helmet was red. And he just looked Christmassy. And I thought I'd buy one to review. And I can remember slagging these off. But I can then remember having it out at Christmas. And since then, I found it this week. This is why I've got it empty. I've got it in my hand. It's a lot of fun. For three weeks a year, this is going to get out. Now, Dan, they have released another three of these. Hit me with what they've got coming before we all give these the love they deserve. So there's a C-3PO. He's got red and white paint applications and he's got a nice little green scarf on. And looks like he's meant to be wearing white and green stockings. 
you've got a Mandalorian warrior. He's got it looks like he's got a Christmas jumper on on his chest plate. So he's got a Mandalorian symbol on and yeah, made to look like a Christmas jumper. Again, lots of reds and greens. And you've got a scout trooper. He's got a little Christmas sack with a baby Grogu on and a little Grogu jumper as well. It looks like he's wearing on his chest armor. But yeah, lots of reds and greens on him as well. So yeah, <laughs> yeah. I don't even know why is the Mandalorian got. He's still got his blaster holsters on his legs. That's not very Christmassy, is it? And he's walking around with a gun. Because they're just, they're just, they're still at work. They're just, um. Jeez. I, I tell you what, it is not. I tell you, the the, 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 the lengths they've gone to with the packaging on these is pretty impressive, to be fair. They've done a whole new set of packaging for these. So if you, if you have got a Black Series collection and you are bored of black boxes, you might want to invest in some of these. Well, and Craig, you don't like these at all. I just, um, you know, I think it, I think I would view a lot of this stuff very differently if I still had small kids in the house. So I'm kind of looking at these as an adult collector going, yeah, I get it. It's not for me. But, you know, from if these lived in a box, like you say, and they went up in the loft yearly and came down, they'd, they'd become part of your family traditions and you'd set up a little fun kind of scene on the mantelpiece. I, I, I do get it. I do get it. So, uh, yeah, I will have a little Christmas area in my Intiki out here this Christmas. Because I have got, I've got a few of the Hallmark things now. and That's what you need, the Hallmark stuff, the Hallmark decorations. It's not, though, because there, there's no Christmas on there. They are, I've got several behind yeah. me right now, right now. There's nothing Christmas. They are just things of Star Wars. So I'm going to hang them in a tree. They'll probably break the branches because they're so heavy. These you could just have a little display. I've ordered two of these. Which one do you think I've not ordered? The C-3PO. Yeah, it's bloody awful. I'm with you. They, they've achieved the impossible there, haven't they? Made C-3PO even more camp. But the other two, first of all, the Mando. I love his Christmas jumper and he's got a little, whatever that thing is with him. A little snowy. But that's not my favourite one. The Biker Scout's brilliant. <laughs> he's, he's brilliant. He's got a little Grogu in his basket. And he's got a little Grogu Christmas jumper on. If that was a proper Christmas jumper, we'd all be wearing them. Oh, Joe, you know what? They're going to be brilliant when they turn up. And I'm, I'll have this little display and he'll all sit there one night. We'll be recording a podcast. They'll be in the background in a lovely Christmas display with a little Christmas tree and my one from last year and probably the Vader Funko, if I can find it. Probably a couple of other bits. And you'll be like, oh, I wish I had ordered those, but I can't say that. Now. I bet you that, that that fet in years to come will be worth an absolute fortune or Mandalorian Warrior. That That one is the one to get i reckon if you want to flip it in a few years time i don't want to flip it it's part of my christmas yeah okay oh just just gonna love them just gonna love them and i've got a couple of the little grogu's from last year one having his little coco in his pajamas do you remember them those little statues my christmas display is going to be but uh, joe what if they released a hot toy christmas star wars character i'd buy it because um <laughs> because it's the greatest time of year and i just i'm i'm just so okay we'll leave that there and um, once my Christmas display is up, we'll put a post on Facebook and you can vote whether I was right or these miserable sods were right. OK. Yeah, I, I don't think I was. I, you know, I kind of play into it. Ex- yes, you did like the Funkos, didn't you? I think the Funkos are a great idea and they, they kind of nearly work really well. Yeah, it's cool. Right. Now, we did mention earlier in the podcast that uh, PulseCon was happening. That was October the 1st. So we recorded this podcast before that point. So jumping back on is me and Dan. Dan has got the information. Excited to see. We're expecting loads of stuff. We spoke about it earlier in this show. First of all, Dan, we spoke about HasLab and we were there was rumours that there could be another HasLab project. Did we get one? No. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, I'm really disappointed it? with that news. Really disappointed with it because if it is only going to be one a year, which it has been to this point, 
that's nothing until next year again, and that is two fails back to back. Yeah, it's a shame, isn't it? I thought I really thought we were going to get something. I thought they were going to you know, Andor's, you know, hot show right now. You've got Bad Batch coming out. This other stuff, you know, Mando's had a great, you know, second season, and well, Boba Fett did, and there's a second season coming out early next year. I thought they would have gone with something, but yeah, not even a mention of it. Was there any Haslab project? Not uh, no, they've got none open at the minute that I'm aware of. Right, right, real shame, real shame. So. Being, being PulseCon, it's going to really be being Hasbro. So we're only really here to look at Vintage Collection and Black Series. We were expecting quite a bit as well because the announcements were quite... Well, Vintage Collection, we didn't cover anything, did we? No. With, um, with regards to Star Wars. So let's start with Vintage Collection. Did we get any announcements from that? Yeah, so there was a few. So we got... So first of all, they started the event and they... they I was a bit confused for these by the summer. I don't know what you thought. But these these exclusives, these summer con exclusives that are now Pulse Con exclusives, I don't think it was particularly well set how they were doing this. So if you remember, I think it might have been the episode before last of Modern Way, we talked about the Black Series and, and or B2 Emo and the Vintage Collection Rescue Set. For the, right, yeah. Do you remember those? Yeah. So they are actually Pulse Con exclusives that you could pre-order at San Diego Comic Con and Celebration, but didn't actually go on pre-order for the general public public until uh saturday night after the uh the actual event finished so they're both out now the mandalorian rescue set was initially up on their website for 95 pounds they sent an email out monday morning backtracking on that so that's now 76.99 and with that you get there's they've showed a bit more detail now it's a new and improved mandalorian and moff gideon both with soft good capes and new paint apps a baby grogu baby yoda baby grogu the child with handcuffs and a dark trooper that you can impale with mando's spear so it's got like a special uh, head attachment now i i was under the impression these came carded they don't they're cable tied to the to the kind of cardboard backdrop that comes with it but yeah it seems a lot of money for what you're getting you know only one figure out of that lot's not been released before and the rest of it just was like a flimsy cardboard backdrop and the other one was that and or b2 emo box set that's up for 50 pounds 99 um up for pre-order both of those still available now at the time of recording um, haven't sold out yet on hasbro pulse so they were the, they were the first two items that were covered off and then they got into the vintage collection uh, the kind of the new stuff so we had a, a cassian andor figure there was a, a vel sartha and both of those come on the new uh andor card backs i don't know would you, would you think of that new logo you had a chance to look at that yeah i just i've not got a problem with the logo when it comes up on the screen but i don't know it doesn't just on the top of that card i, I don't know so yeah, there's two two andor figures yeah and there was a hunter bad batch figure so I, I believe that's the first one of the bad batch we've seen on a vintage card back i think there have been bad batch branded figures that have come out from vintage collection but this is the first one of the, of the kind really? of the main cast because they're all all available in black series aren't they yeah yeah mm. so they had last summer they released a free pack with some clone troopers that had capes on do you remember those came in one of those like spanish right, yeah. spanish box sets but that's the the, the the first figures released on a bad batch card that weren't a, a cash in <laughs> felt like so we'll probably see some more of them with with the second series of uh, Bad Batch starting next year. Do you like those figures? What, what what's your thoughts on the Andor logo? I think it's a bit more inventive than what they've done recently. If you look at what the you know the fonts they use on the Mandalorian car backs, the Phantom Menace, it's all very much derivative of the Return of the Jedi logo. So it is nice to see them do something a little bit different with that Rebel symbol slap bang in the middle of the card. I, I did quite like it. Are you going to go for these being Rogue One? Are you enjoying Andor enough I, to? I, I need to see some more of the show. Yeah, because it's it is it's a bit of a slow burn in it. This one, <laughs> people are getting tied up in knots because it ain't very action packed. But I'm enjoying it. It's just yeah, it's kind of yeah, starting to uh, it's a bit slow, isn't it? So yeah, see where it goes. 
Okay. But I really like that Cassian figure. I think when you look at the original one they did, you know, even in whether it's Black Series or Vintage Collection, it's just it's like a you know a guy with a beard. But this one looks really cool. I mean, the costume they've got him, he's got a nice um, kind of flexible coat, so it, look, it looks it looks good. It looks good, I think. Yeah, yeah, I think you're right. The coat tails on it, yeah, they're, they're nice and flexible. So for posing, that looks quite cool. And then we had the which I know you're excited about the Cantina Band seven figure set, ninety one pounds ninety nine pence on Pulse. Okay, yes. So I am excited by this because I have the last two shows, this show and the previous one, I've I've spoken about doing a a diorama of um, the Cantina, my favourite part of Star Wars. And to get seven figures of of the band in one pack seems a no-brainer. You just said £91.99. Now, in the news of this show, we we spoke about Hasbro squeezing the life out of independence. Now, this actually, this set is available and in demand. It is an extra, it's 99.99, but I have supported them. I have gone via in demand because of the fact that Hasbro Pulse are able to put these things out slightly easier because they haven't got that extra cost to the thing. But I know you were talking about Pulse exclusives. The the rescue box set is also available on in demand. So, um, yeah. yeah. I'm not quite sure. Because even back in the summer when it was revealed, I can't remember if it was the Andor set or the rescue set or maybe both of them, in demand revealed both of those worldwide, not just in the US it was kind of like they were the ones that, that made the announcement so i'm not quite sure what's going on over there they must be well in with hasbro i think mm. but 100 quid for i mean <laughs> you're talking 16 quid for a vintage collection so i'm looking at it yeah. as there's seven figures in there i do love them but it, it is a big hit to drop on a seven of basically the same figure <laughs> yeah yeah needs must and all that i think it's a cool set i i really out of everything there I know we're going to talk about some more stuff in a minute, but I think that that's probably the, the nicest set that they actually showed of, of anything. Nicest figures they showed of anything. I thought they were really cool and they will look good on display. The box art's quite nice as well. They're all jamming on their instruments, aren't they? In that kind yeah, of... but you, you, I mean, even with that though, you know, 90, you know, you say a hundred pound, when you look at what they're doing with that other set, the, the, the rescue set, you're getting, you know, <laughs> four figures, but do you count Grogo as a figure or is he an accessory? So you're, you're technically getting three figures and I've watched them unboxings of this thing. And if you thought the, 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 Tantive four kind of playset was bad. You want to take a look at this? <laughs> I, would, I would, you know, bearing in mind that that, that Tantive box set was what fifty quid. This yeah. is seventy six, and it is it's a. I mean, I mean, it's one of these. It's quite like a nice display box. I think it opens out, and you've, you haven't got to take the figures out. They're already posed within the within the environment, but seems very steep to me. That that one's eighty nine ninety nine on in demand. So right, okay. Although I've, I've supported them with that, that that is an extra thirteen fourteen quid on there. And you're right, for three f- Grogu, I mean, it's it's tiny, isn't it? So you, can you can yeah. it? Figure? I don't think so. So that, no. yeah, that seems, that, that does seem steep for three figures. Yeah, yeah, not good. Not good. And the ones we've just spoken about, they're up there. They're, they're all at the new price as well. They're under the single figures of sixteen ninety nine. So yeah, full price figures there. And then on to some pipeline reveals. So they revealed quite a lot that's coming down the down the pipe so there's going to be a new Darth Vader for Return of the Jedi 40th there's going to be an all new version of Darth Vader and then we're getting some reissues so we're getting a bunch of Jabba's minions so we're getting a Weequay a Woof Yak Face Nick 2 and Kithalba and excitingly this this was I think this one probably got raised the most eyebrows an Endor bunker playset now they only showed a you know a screenshot of the bunker from the movie itself so no one's got any ideas what it actually incorporates at the minute but I think it's got a lot of people thinking but 
<laughs> could all end in tears or it's going to be the best thing since sliced bread yeah look forward to reviewing that down the line they also revealed a Tuscan Raider uh, sorry Tuscan Warrior from the Book of Boba Fett so this was the female Tuscan that I know that looks good doesn't it well it could be yeah. good we only saw a photograph of the character in the show so yeah, yeah. I think and that's one that I know Mark, Mark Daniels was quite getting excited about so expecting him to buy a few of those yeah I think that's quite a nice um, nice, nice choice then there was a Hauser, one of the clone troopers from the Clone Wars. And then there was some Gendi Tardakovsky Clone Wars 10th, 20th anniversary figures announced, although there was no screenshots or anything like that. They just showed a, a clone clone trooper helmet with 20 behind it. Mm. So, yeah, a year late, but they're coming. Yeah. Yeah, that's the problem, isn't it? I mean, since FET, we've had uh, Obi-Wan Kenobi and we've had, uh, we're now on Andor. It doesn't seem relevant. I mean, have you watched FET since we finished it? No. No. So, yeah, do you know what I mean? That excitement for that character was at that point so it is a bit of a bit weird one but anything exciting you in that list i mean we, i think we've even said it in this show another vader figure um i know they're saying all new i mean how mm. much different can you make darth vader look well i think they've shown the screenshot they've shown is vader with his helmet off with luke at the end so it could be one with a removable yeah. helmet maybe they haven't done before in, in in vintage collection i know they've done vaders before when the helmet comes off but yeah i think they specifically showed that shot but if you look at the you know the latest vader they did in in vintage collection that dark times vader from the obi-wan series you know, they can obviously have obviously got their the game on now with Vader because that, that figure's awesome. So let's see what comes. I'm sure someone will buy it. <laughs> nice. Right. So a little bit coming. I mean, it's not a lot of that's pipeline reveals. There's not actually much there that you've said this is this is here, no. is there? Really? No, so it's um, free free figures. Well, even then they're all up for pre-order, right? So nothing's actually been released. But yeah, there's three figures announced, single figures and the and the figure in Dan pack. Right then. Okay. So did the Black Series did it get better or was it worse than worse than that? Well, I'll let you decide. So they revealed uh, four figures from Andor. So there was obviously the Cassian Andor, which is the repack of the previously revealed Pulsecon two pack. Amon Mothma. Nice. Which I know Craig's very excited about. Yeah. Maybe he was being facetious. I can't decide. A, Bix, a Blix Colleen, who is the female character who was working in the junk shop in the, in the first couple of episodes of, of Andor. Great. And and Lufian, the, the guy that gets him off the planet at the end of the third episode. So, yeah, those four from Andor all announced brand new figures and an Axe Woves. For some reason, they chucked him in as well. So that's a, a new figure that was actually sold out on Pulse now. I don't think it's exclusive to Pulse, but I was just flicking through there. And that one's the only one of all of the new stuff that's been announced is actually sold out. And they're all up for twenty five ninety nine, which is interesting, actually. So they're available and in demand. I've got them open now. Twenty three ninety nine. OK, so for your pre-orders over there. So I've definitely found that, that because I had the Pulse premier membership or whatever they, whatever they describe it even when i was looking at the the independents like you're in demand and your star action figures and um all the cool stuff it was always cheaper to buy individual figures from them than it would be through pulse they're always a little bit more expensive at pulse i think if you were buying in bulk then probably cheaper to go through pulse but i don't know i don't know what they're doing over there it's crazy so they were they were all of the kind of the the new figures that were announced so there were a bunch of Return of the Jedi repacks have been a net well we knew they were coming but they've shown some pictures of them now of the actual figures they were all existing figures that have been repacked onto cards for the Return of the Jedi 40th anniversary and those are up for pre-order so we've got an Admiral Akbar, we got a Scout Trooper Leia Endor Han Endor a Lando Skiff card and the brand new one out of that lot is a Wicket so they've actually made a Wicket figure now 
now in Black Series. So they're all up for pre-order now and there's more of them to come. I think I can't remember the other ones we went through the list last month. Was it last month we went through those that were coming out? Yeah. Um, but yeah, there's some more to come. Interestingly, this morning it was announced that at the MCM Comic Con at the end of this month, Hasbro are going to be in attendance and okay. they have got an exclusive for that event and one of them is this Akbar on a card. Now, I don't know what that what makes it exclusive to the event, whether it's going to have a sticker on it, whether it's going to come on a different card back there haven't shown any screenshots but there's going to be an exclusive version of that that's only available at the show they've definitely said it's on a return of the jedi card so yeah we'll have to wait and see what that what actually turns out to be they've limited that to one per customer so yeah you better get yourself down to excel in a couple of weeks time if you want to get that or get scalped on ebay probably just a sticker we'll get excited and they just whack a sticker saying mcm exclusive or something on the front of it <laughs> is was that it for black series that was it in terms of toys in terms of there were some pipeline reveals we'll come on to there was a couple of other items though they've they've announced and again they never showed any screenshots for this but a, a luke skywalker force effects lightsaber so his green lightsaber from return of the jedi and also a clone trooper helmet I might be in for that one. Yeah, so Black Series Clone Trooper Helmet. Very exciting. So the pipeline reveals, so there was kind of two sets of announcements in that. One was some pipeline reveals for the Return of the Jedi 40th line. So they've announced a new a new Luke Skywalker, and that's not a re-release of the previous versions they've done. So it's an all-new Luke Skywalker from Return of the Jedi. A Darth Vader, so a newly improved version. Um, so yeah, I think they haven't given any specifics about what the improved means, because I haven't said an all-new version but it's improved in previous versions of the Return of the Jedi Darth Vader and the biggest one that people got excited about was R2-D2 so do you know obviously the first wave of Black Series back in whenever it was 2013 I think it was 2014 maybe do you know what was wrong with that R2-D2 it was too small so it wasn't scaled to three to, to six inch scale Right. It, was, it was far too small and a lot it was one of the biggest criticisms of, of the line when it came out so the big question now is and, and Hasbro didn't say one way or the other on this whether this new sculpt of R2 is going to be more to scale with six inch or whether it's the same going to be the same scale to match up with the rest of the Astromex they've released in the line over the years right. so that's the one that's got the biggest question marks hanging over it and perturbed me that with this one Imperial Guard I'd sworn blind they'd done an Imperial Guard in in, uh, in Black Series already but what is that maybe not. the Royal Guard yeah well yeah, I'm guessing then- this is imperial guard there's definitely definitely a six inch i'm sure there is so maybe it's just the fact they're putting it on a return of the jedi card okay yeah okay but that's that's a good one to have on a card though i think out of all the ones they could have done i think that's probably one that's probably worth doing especially for people to troop build and then then the pipeline some but more book of boba fett figures so you've got a pike trooper cad bane and the tuscan chieftain okay interesting is cad bane just a repack of what we've already got in the two pack that came with i'm guessing so probably painted a bit i think he's he's he's, his clothes are a bit darker in book of boba fett and he's less brown and more black so yeah repaint i reckon that's got repaint written all over it the pike trooper is quite interesting have one Mm. of those out we haven't seen a figure of that yet have we not in black series i don't think i think you might have seen them in maybe clone wars lines back in the uh back in the day possibly yeah the tuscan well it's a little bit can i put it there's a couple of there's a couple of fun things in there but it is a little bit underwhelming isn't it i think because they, they're spreading themselves too thin with all these bloody announcements and they're going you know again celebration they do a panel they san diego comic-con started throwing out halloween figures and now they're doing this so we you know in in essence if you cut out all the pipe they revealed more in the pipeline than anything else but if you if you take all the pipeline stuff away you've got what four four black series figures that are brand new 
and two vintage collection figures that are brand new. Everything else is derivative of something else. Oh, maybe the Wicket. Let's count the Wicket as well, because he's new, right? We haven't had Wicket before. The pipeline reveals feel to me like we haven't got enough to announce. So <laughs> what else are we working on just to appease people? That's what I read them as, because surely you'd keep them back as in the exciting, your next, oh, this is coming now, this is coming now. Yeah. So, yeah. The other the one other thing they did show, which I know you love, is this selfie series. So all of the hosts that were on the panel, um, each had a each had a, a figure that had been made to look like them, and they showed off an X, one of them was an X-Wing pilot. You can get a stormtrooper you could get a mandalorian so yeah they're starting to push that a bit now what do they look like what were the face sculpt was good i don't know maybe if you'd have put all the fig if you had the four hosts in front of you you put the four figures in front of them and mix them all up and said which one goes with which host you'd, you'd know who was who right but yeah I don't know. It's eighty dollars to get one of those, and I think I, I, we was talking to Dave Tree about them. I think he was he was on that episode. We was talking to Dave, and Dave was and oh, you know, it'd be really good for like Father's Day and stuff like that. But I don't think my son would go and spend anything to go and even look on Hasbro Pulse, let alone buy me a selfie figure. It's it's kind of a collector's thing, isn't it? Hasbro Pulse. So I don't know if they're going to get the unless I hint it to my wife, oh, I'd love it if you went and got one of these figures made for me. I don't see anyone going out and, and, and buying these in huge numbers, unless you're both Star Wars fans. Maybe you'd be feeling generous at Christmas, Stu, and you might, might get one done of me. If I get all of you one, it will be of me. <laughs> <laughs> they might give me a discount if they're, if they're doing four or five of the same head. Yeah, I don't know if they're doing it in the UK, though, at the minute, because everything I'm seeing online just says the price in dollars, and I've, I've searched their website, and nothing's coming up with anything to say they're going to do it in the UK, so we'll have to watch this space i might um we might have that as a monthly prize on generation skywalker win a, a black series figure of stuart um <laughs> crikey we'd get some we'd have so much paperwork to do so many people would enter um that would be a nightmare <laughs> <laughs> yeah well well interesting interesting pile of stuff no doubt we'll have more of it probably from next month to see what what these things look like we will indeed i mean interestingly when it, the release dates on these i think i think some of the independents now have given up on hasbro's release dates so a lot of the stuff being dated for you know spring next year two weeks later it's landing so they're all over the shop at the minute so god knows when these are coming out um just keep an eye on the websites and on your inboxes but just careful how much you pre-order because bank your credit card might take a spanking in a couple of weeks time Fire up your fandoms, because Hasbro Pulse Con is back! That's right, this is the event you've been waiting for! Two whole days, all just for you, the fans! Featuring all your favorite brands, lots of special guests, amazing reveals, epic products, and so much more. Join me, Cleo, and me, DJ Amen. It's going down at Hasbro Pulse Con 2022. It's going to be Set your calendars to ready because you won't want to miss it. Woo! Astro Pulse Con, baby! Okay, now we have just touched on some beautiful holiday figures and we're getting all Christmassy, but I thought it was time for advent calendars. Now, it is that time of year again. I would start to think about buying these. Some of these advent calendars are a bit pricey, actually. They're not like your... Your chocolate 99p one from what was the kinnerton isn't it kinnerton chocolate god that stuff's horrible the worst stuff <laughs> yeah but avid calendars are great fun and they're a great candidate of christmas and a massive part for children so first of all advent calendars when we were kids i mean they have got elaborate calendars what what do you remember when i was young it was just get pictures. Pictures. pictures pictures yes exactly yeah. a yeah. religious picture on the outset you'd open it up and it'd be a holly wreath 
or yeah. a piece of mistletoe. And do you know what? It was exciting. Yes. Yeah. Like you know, it was. It was a thrill to be one day close to Christmas and have a robin. And and it was <laughs> always, always a double window. With Father <laughs> Christmas. Yeah. We get we're heading towards the double window. And it was always a nativity scene on the twenty fifth. <laughs> yeah. So exactly. Exactly. And I I can remember chocolate advent calendars coming about probably when I was about eight, nine, ten. But I didn't have that. My parents didn't buy me that. We still had pictures. It was still still that. So it wasn't until we were older. Now, do you still have an advent calendar as an adult, first of all? OK, I mean, for you, not for you, not for children. Do you buy one for yourself? Occasionally, I'll get a liqueur chocolates one. They do a nice liqueur chocolates one. So you get a nice little liqueur chocolate in a nice little bottle shape. I forget the name of the brand now every every day. I had those one of those a couple of years ago. OK, OK. So you get a nice liqueur chocolate one. Craig, do you still get yourself an advent calendar? Uh, Kimberly always gets about three beer ones sent to her. But I don't personally go out and buy an advent calendar for myself. No. So I, I have my lad has had the Lego ones the last few years. Last year was the first year I'd bought an advent calendar for myself in years. But I didn't buy it for myself. My wife bought it for me. She bought me a Playmobil Back to the Future one. And um, the figures in it are brilliant. OK, Playmobil Back to the Future. I would love to see a Playmobil Star Wars range. But it irritated the hell out of me because you built up the town square with it. And it was made of cardboard. And then you'd put the little props on it. But the pole for the um, wire that goes on the clock tower was too heavy for the cardboard. And it used to pee me off every day. It used to come home and it all collapsed. So I spent Christmas, the build up to Christmas last year, being irritated by Playmobil Advent Calendar. Not good. Not what you (laughs) bought it for. (laughs) No, exactly. (laughs) But um, they do have some good ones. I'm sure... Dan, you must buy Harrison an advent calendar. We've had the Lego one probably for the last at least the eight, nine years we've been doing it. If not longer, I've always bought him one. Yeah. Okay. We've got we must have a drawer full of all the little toys and some of those minifigures like the Santa Claus ones that, you know, never produced it. I'm guessing they're worth a few quid now as well. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. So they're nice sets. My my lad always has the Lego one and he gets he does it until about day seven and then doesn't open any more doors. He leaves the chocolate one and whatnot. And then in February, he'll decide just to open it all. And uh, so, yeah, sometimes they don't get opened. So, it yeah, it's uh, so you should be telling him open the next one. I, 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 I'm he's like, a bit like, yeah, I'll do that in a minute. Reg, I'll do that in a minute. Reg, you got to tell him, mate. you got to tell him. <laughs> well, so I, I came across four different um star wars advent calendars so we do include the lego here but they're not they're not cheap they're not they are pricey so let's let's just take through them just give them all a bit of love because i thought i could make an argument for buying all four of these advent calendars i think i think they're all good fun so craig i'm going to come to you first because funko have produced a star wars advent calendar they have and it looks it looks really nice yes so it's it's a it's it's a it's a nicely designed box with all the numbers and the windows, you've got little rebel symbols and, and imperial symbols, and it's all quite Star Wars-y. It's got 24 little mini pops. I know there's probably a proper term for these. Probably not called mini pops. They're probably called something something else. I'll read you the blurb. Tis the, tis the season to be Jedi or Sith, should, should you choose. Whether you're feeling naughty or nice, the Star Wars Funko Advent Calendar will help you count down the holiday season. Open the tiny doors to reveal 24 unique Funko Pocket Pops. There you go, they're Pocket Pops. Featuring some beloved Star Wars characters dressed in their winter best. Each collectible brings a festive twist 
to their typical look, making these galactic heroes and villains a fine addition to your holiday decor. Who will join your celebrations? What's quite nice about this, compared to things like the Lego Lego Advent Calendar, which tends to sort of show its knickers up front. You know, you can, I guess, in the in their bid to sell it, they're, they're showing you everything you get. Whereas this is only showing you a little teaser of four characters. So you've got a Vader you know, in a red outfit with a stripy red and white kind of candy cane, scarf, green lenses. Uh, you've got a Luke in uh, in similar attire holding a candy cane. You've got a lovely Leo who's kind of wearing this sort of snowflakey dressing gown. And then you've got a mini version of the uh, of the of the, the snowman style uh, Funko Pops with the stormtrooper there. So, but you don't know what the other twenty are, which I think I think is really cool. And for fifty dollars. I think that's quite good good value given what these things sell for. I would have expected it to be more. Yeah, definitely. Join it. Okay then. So Dan, what is this year's what is this year's Lego one? <sighs> There's not really a theme to it. It's just snow well, again, snow and Christmas themed figures with some ships thrown in. So I'm just looking through now. There's some nice bits in this one, Jez. So you've got a, a Luke Hoff for obviously one of the prizes, but then another day you'll get like a little uh, white frame that's meant to be like the inside of the Wampa Cave that you can hang Luke upside down from, which I thought was a nice touch. And there's a, a snow trooper in there. There's battle droids. There's a B-Wing. There's one that looks like, it looks like it's meant to be a sandcastle and it's Scarif base with a little bucket next to it. Mm. I don't know if you guys are looking at any of these pictures. I think that's a nice, that's a bit, I don't think you've ever seen that in Lego before. There's a Darth Vader with a, looks like a some sort of Hawaiian jumper on with a pair of flippers, which is a bit bizarre. A Christmas themed gonk droid, an R2-D2 with a C-3PO Christmas jumper on. There's a moisture evaporator one of the lego voice moisture evaporator and another one a c3po looks like he's got an r2d2 r2d2 christmas jumper on so yeah just some nice little prizes in there have fun going through december putting those together yeah always a bit of fun i've got a couple of friends who are you know they like star wars but they're probably not like you know the level of fans that we possibly are without fail every year sometime in the middle of december he will send me a picture and go the hell is this this? Well, can you have you got the pictures of them in front of you? Because there's one already. That I'm thinking, what the hell is that? Have you, have, you, have, you, have you got it? In the top left-hand corner, there's 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 an ATST, and underneath that, there's like a grey a grey block with a hole in the middle of it. Yeah. What's that? No clue. I should look forward to receiving that image of that. Any, any, any ideas, Stu? Can you see that one? Yeah, I've got it open. No idea. Is it meant to be like a blaster or something? It's the only thing I can think of is something in an Imperial base. It looks like some got... sort of kind of dispenser on the right, doesn't it? Like a yeah, because it's got yeah. little loose studs that look like it goes into that um, trough. I think the rest of it I can figure out. Yeah, it's just that one. I think cause the, I think the other one that's a bit random that I've never seen in Lego form before is that they've got a T-16 Skyhopper in there. Yeah, yeah, that's quite nice, isn't it? And then the, the, bad, bad, the bad Batch first appearance, they've got their, their shuttle. That's their their first appearance in a in a Lego advent calendar. It normally takes a couple of years for these some of these characters to filter through. It took Mandalorian two and a half years. Okay. What's the red droid at the bottom? Like a gonk droid, but I just think it's a gonk droid. He's painted like Father Christmas. He's got a beard, isn't he? A little white beard. Oh, though. and a little bobble hat. Yeah, I can see it now. Genius. <laughs> the single best Star Wars Christmas thing we've had on the show tonight. <laughs> <laughs> Okay then, so Dan, moving on then. A Baby Yoda child's stationary advent calendar. My daughter would love this. She loves doing drawings. There's some great bits in this. Describe this to us. So this is from Amazon. It's 
17.99 there's no pictures of the doors kind of opening it oh yeah there is I, I take that back so yeah there are doors on it and then there's lots of um little crafty pieces within that so it looks like there's some of these snap bracelets you can slap on there's some stamps these little ink stamps with mandalorian symbols on there's what is there pencils and pens uh, little notebooks you got a kid who likes his crafts or her crafts yeah i can definitely see them it's a nice little set you've got stamps in there haven't you with the ink, ink block pad and i think um the highlighter little triangle thing's quite nice rulers are quite nice i think that's quite a nice little set if you're if, if your child is into that if i was a kid i'd prefer this much more than a little piece of chocolate every day you know once you break some of this out you'd use it for ages wouldn't you yeah even if you sling it in a drawer, it's there, isn't it? You eat the chocolate. You get, the amount of chocolate you get in there, when you, if you melt it all down, it's probably about one bar of chocolate that you're paying, I don't know, ever much an advent calendar costs five or six quid. Yeah, I just, better, I just think this better. is a nice set and stuff that is going to last and it's nicely done. It's a bit different. Good price at 17 quid as well, I think. I don't think that's, a fair, I think that's a fair price. Yeah, I think that's a pretty fair price when you see the price of the other ones we've been covering. And the final one then. So this one was quite good fun. Craig, coming to you with this, because I didn't realise this existed until I was Googling uh, Advent calendars. But what no. a fantastic Advent calendar. This is ace. I love this. This is the, this is the Revel 01044, catchy, Star Wars Advent calendar. And what it is, it's a big cube and it contains three kits. We've got Vader's TIE Fighter, we've got an X-Wing and we've got the Falcon. Um, but it also contains stick sheets, building instructions, you've got 11 paints paintbrush side cutters a sanding stick model making knife tweezers so it's got everything you need to build these kits plus the kits now presumably it comes in some sort of order that allows you to build one first uh, and then the next rather having to wait all 24 25 days but what a wonderful little thing it's yeah. just uh it's kind of the gift that keeps on giving and i quite like the idea of just that delayed gratification of you know receiving the the wings one day and we have to wait till the weekend to get the canopy. It just, it just appeals to me. Are you any good at that sort of stuff, either of you? Because whenever I tried to build model kits back in the 90s, I was going to model shops because there was nothing else Star Wars out there and I was buying Revel model kits and whatever else was the Ertl stuff and I always just ended up putting them together fine and then when it came to painting them, I just ended up wrecking them and then getting peeved off and throwing them in the bin. <laughs> I never, yeah, I never excelled at it. But these are, you know, you'd be all right with these, Dan, because they're, they snap together. They're already pre-painted. You can the the, uh, the additional paints and stickers are optional. You don't have to go that route. I mean, I think I think it's Dave Reader on. Uh, he's been built. He's been buying these cheap Revel kits and building them, putting them on Instagram. It's really got me kind of wanting to build a vintage R2D2. You know, the one with the, the chrome dome. Yeah. You know, I just uh, and a couple of years ago you could pick those up for you know not a lot of money, but they've obviously like everything quite expensive now to whether you kind of can justify spending it and opening it and cracking things off sprues but this is this is kind of a little entry level model thing for me to kind of maybe get into when i finished my lego death star i i purposely put your name next to this one craig because i looked at the advent calendars and i thought there's four of us on this podcast and there's four advent calendars here and would it be great that each day there's a little mini video of each of us opening the door of our advent calendar and i think the Revel Advent calendar is right up your street. Is right up your street. It's very appealing. I think there'd be a, a real fun. I mean, I know you get excited about Christmas and you can't wait. This would really, really make your December kind yeah, of no, really I'll, enjoy I'll, that countdown. I'll take that challenge. I think it's brilliant. I think it's a, a lovely little set. Cool. I'm just looking at some of the other pictures with them on the sprues and stuff. It, it's nice. It's a good fun set. 
genius idea. And Dan, I've got you down for Lego because I'm sure you're buying it. Yeah, OK, I'll take that. I was going to say the Funko because Harrison has the Lego, but I'll, I'll live vicariously through him. Leave Jez the uh, the uh, craft set with the uh, Grogu bits and pieces. Yeah, because he'll probably take that. him ages. Yeah. It'll, it'll, need... The video will be fun anyway because it'll probably be him trying to work out how to take the pen lid off. <laughs> <laughs> I really fancy the Funkos. I think they're all in their little Christmas jumpers. And me talking oh, about Christmas display, I think it just fits in with my. You've got an instant Christmas display with that, by the looks of it. Yeah, I think it's it's an amazing piece. I know it's the most expensive of them all, but yeah, I, I thought all four of them were 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 nice advent calendars. And okay, the cheapest ones eighteen quid. Most expensive ones, the Funko at fifty pound. I think, but I mean the Revel kit at forty quid. Three kits. I I I, I think that's a. A nice, a nice piece of a nice item. Yeah, look forward. So have you to bought? That. Is that one of your other items? We have we figured the two. We got we figured I've, out what they are. Funko. Yeah, that's quite tempted to order this, but then I thought that I won't get around to doing it. So it was a yeah, made more sense for Craig. But I did think even the box I thought was quite nice. The, you know, the black box and yeah, I think it would be a be a fun December for you. None of those floated your boat. I found some more. Did you got Star Wars ones? Yeah. Excellent. Just put some, just some links in the chat. Okay. Let's have a look. Let's see what he's come up with. Four. There's four. Okay. Four. Oh, I like, I like this. So which one have you opened first? I've opened up the musical one. So yeah, I'm this is a little, the, the picture. This is, yeah, this is a little bit more kind of, you know, nostalgic for us. We've got paper ones. It's a sort of pop up, but it's musical. Oh, I do like that. Yeah. Can you have more than one a year? <laughs> So what? So you so you open the door and what? Press the button on the back and it plays some Star Wars music. I'm guessing. Right, let me uh, try and get this up online. I've got so many. It's a Star Wars theme tune, and three of the legendary characters Yoda, three PO, and R two D two move around every time the tune is played. <laughs> <laughs> and it's got a it's got a vintage feel, hasn't it? That yeah, the artwork of the characters. Yeah, I, I think some of that artworks from the early nineties. I think I've seen that on an advent calendars. Yeah, that Yoda before, is. Then the Obi one, that well. o- the Obi one, yeah. Twenty four ninety nine from calendarclub.co.uk. Only delivered in the UK, so I don't know. That's a UK exclusive thing, but it's quite cool. Quite enjoyed that. Yeah, like that, like that. Let's, um, I'm, I'm excited for the boots. Let's go, yeah, let's yeah. see the boots one. Right, yeah, boots next. So the boots one. So we've all had this in our lifetime, surely. We've all had Star Wars socks. Oh wow, look at that! Do you get one? You get the left foot one day and the right foot the next. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you get twelve pairs. So this is this is boots. So we're always good for those crafty, you know, gifty, Christmassy things. And it's a sock, a Star Wars sock advent calendar. So it's only 12 days, though. Exactly. Can you imagine getting to t- day 12 and you're like, oh, my God, I've still got another 12 days till Christmas. Well, presumably you, start, you start on the 12th of December. Yeah, because that is the that is the case with um with a couple of these, which I find quite strange. But I guess it's just price. I guess they just can't justify double the price for double the socks. So when I said put one sock in, it's not actually a bad idea if there's 12, 12 pairs. <laughs> That's what I mean. They could, they could have done that. Can it be really annoying that the sock you open on the first day is the second you only get the other, the other one? Yeah, the last you don't get day. it till the eighteenth. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> get around with one odd socks on for the for all of December. <laughs> Twelve pairs of socks. What's that? Two pound a pair? Just well, about three pounds a pair, something like that, isn't it? Not too bad. Just under three pounds a pair. What's with the green one? Is that meant to be a lightsaber? The bottom, the bottom right, the last one. Is that meant to be? Oh, Craig, the next one I've opened up, but it's sold out. 
yeah, a, a beer advent calendar from the original Stormtrooper beer. Again, bizarrely, it's it's a 12-day one. Maybe that's a new thing. Maybe I just didn't get the memo. The Star Wars beer advent calendar, which comes with... Snacks and beers. What does it come with? Beers. Is there some glassware in there as well? A, yeah, there is a hearty, a hearty Stormtrooper-themed glass. There you go. But it's lovely packaging. I mean, we've talked about this stuff before. Nice box. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven beers. A glass, some snacks, some beer mats. Yeah, I think that's quite cool. Yeah, yeah, like that. And then the final one I've got is a little bit more in keeping with the, the stationery. So we've got a Star Wars Mandalorian 12-day advent calendar, which features little Grogu, and you're getting stuff in there like bath and body products. There's a body scrub and there's some emery boards and some bath salts, some hand creams and all that kind of stuff. But it's all kind of done with a, with a cute little cartoony uh, baby Yoda. 20 quid and this one we're looking at is at lostuniverse.com yeah nice price nice price and a uh, bright green what they called pom-pom washy sponge thing yes that's exactly (laughs) what they're called (laughs) well you know what craig you've done brilliantly going and finding some other having cans i can't wait to see what dan's found (laughs) my pick of that though i do like that music one i think that would look quite nice on my massive christmas display oh there you go yeah well Lots of advent calendars. Perhaps um, if Jez doesn't want the stationery, he could choose one of those. He could get some socks. I think we should give him the 12 days of bath and body. He deserves it after the Berlin Marathon. Yeah. Some bath A nice soak with baby Grogu yeah. and a nice little scrubbing brush. <laughs> <laughs> yes, well, well, I... Yeah, some great, some great advent calendars there for people to start. You know, it is October now and people are going to start to be thinking about these things. So um, go and get yourself involved. Oh, you're getting me into getting me thinking about Christmas now. It's not even in October. It's October or Saturday, Dan. Yeah, but it's not October now. Yeah, but this podcast will be out in October. That's why I spoke as if it was October. <laughs> so just like that. This holiday is yours. But we all share with you the hope that this day brings us closer to freedom and to harmony and to peace. No matter how different we appear, we're all the same in our struggle against the powers of evil and darkness. I hope that this day will always be a day of joy in which we can reconfirm our dedication and our courage, and more than anything else, our love for one another. This is the promise of the Tree of Life. Right then, boys. So a um, it's been a fun show. We've uh, covered quite a lot of ground there tonight. If there was one thing from that list of stuff that you could buy, um, we're all going to say the Tuscan bust. Let, how about something that's actually feasible? The magnet. Right. The magnet. Yeah, magnet was very nice. Craig? Why do I always forget that you're going to ask this question every time? <laughs> I spend like a frantic minute scrolling through going, what was it? What was there? Well, the one time that I thought of that, I'm going to go with the bust. He says you can't have the bust. So, yeah, I like the bust. I, I, you know, the the, the Revel um, advent calendar, I guess. Yeah, nice. Basically, mine's just all the Christmas stuff. I think there's some really lovely Christmas items there. And uh... But you've pre-ordered all of that, so it don't count. You've got to pick oh, something yeah, you haven't you're pre-ordered. Right. Okay, yeah, you're right. I am going to say the bust <laughs> it's a toss-up between the bust or stretch armstrong i would uh, do you know what i probably yeah i'm gonna say a stretch armstrong i know that's one of the, probably one of the cheaper items we've covered but i think that is something that will be fun just knocking around the garage for me to to stretch out when you're all picking on me on a, <laughs> on a show bless you so if you want to carry on with Generation Skywalker, go see what else we are doing. Head over to, well, let's let's start. Let's start on our website. Go to www.generationskywalker.com where you will find links to everything, including some blog posts. You go to YouTube, find an enhanced version of this show and many other shows, unboxings, 
we unbox quite a lot of modern stuff actually that's probably the main thing we unbox plenty of stuff like that over there just search for generation skywalker and we're on all forms of social media we're at instagram uh, there's three accounts there including a modern one which dan runs we're over on twitter we're on facebook and we are on tiktok just search for generation skywalker and uh, get involved in any conversation of course you can find all our podcasts at any podcast provider we are, we are across the board on all of them again just look up generation skywalker dan craig been fun always enjoy the modern shows because they're always laid back they're always fun to look at the new product we always end up buying stuff that we don't really need or want but that is the uh, that is the joy of the modern but it is for this month goodbye from craig cheerio it's goodbye from dan this is the way it is goodbye from me we're generation skywalker all eras all passions, all souls. Yeah.